What's up? What's up, fellas? We got the man of the hour right here. Kevin Samuels in the house. <clears throat> no crazy comments. <laughs> we ain't going for that crap today. I ain't going for that crap today. Any disrespectful comments, I'm telling you, I got some moderators today, so you're going to get your ass blocked. Uh, Kevin, man, you so hot right now, man. How can a... I think you're a good lesson to guys of being a positive guy that you actually don't got to be, you know, say something negative. I ain't never heard you say nothing negative about nobody or nothing. You've always been a positive brother. I think you are a good example of what you can get, where you can get by being positive, not negative. When usually people think they need to take the negative road on social media mm -hmm. to blow up, but you actually always been a positive. Uh, anybody in the Manusville, the Black Manusville, uh, we all love you. No, I don't, you don't got nobody over here that dislike you or nothing like that, man, because you always been positive. Speak on uh, being positive and blowing up positive, brother. Well, and thanks for having me on. And shout out to uh, Sleazeball Nation, Sleazeball Gang, everybody. Look here, man. Um, one, it's it's the harder path, but it's the more beneficial path. Mm -hmm. We've got plenty of information that shows the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. It gets immediate clicks and views. Yes. But nobody tunes in to you or me to hear us talk about anything other than our ideas. Yes. Negative leads like in like in a like in, in popular media. TV used to say if it bleeds, it leads. Right. But but think about in the in the early the late 80s, early 90s when all the carjackings and stuff was going on. Mm -hmm. People got tired of watching the nightly news, carjacking, right. carjacking, carjacking, carjacking. Right. Eventually, people have to have some sort of hope. Mm -hmm. And I'll say it's easy for a man. When you, it's easier for a man who believes what he believes. He's on mm -hmm. his purpose. He's passionate mm -hmm. about something. Mm -hmm. To always ask, "Why am I here and doing what I'm doing?" Because right. the challenges are going to come. But that's the thing: strength invites challenge. Right. If you weren't strong, people wouldn't challenge you. Right. They let you lay there. People don't right. challenge homeless people. They challenge the CEO. Right. Exactly, Kevin. So, like, you didn't really put a shining light on this high value man. Like, you didn't. You really like done took this thing and just like like everybody, you know what? I, I think every time I see somebody, I think everybody trying to be high value now. <laughs> I mean, right. Everybody trying to be high value. Like you done took this thing and took it to the scrap stratosphere. And uh I think that's that's a good thing, brother. Um mm -hmm. but what I want to know is I think a lot of guys, and because I I want to get it from you myself, what attributes do you think make a high value man? Okay, well, first of all, I want to be hundred percent clear, mm -hmm. high value. Is not my original idea. That's been mm -hmm. with us for a long time. Yes, yeah. You know, so what I did is I went ahead and just kind of put a kind of a framework around what I thought what people would talk about when they meant high value. So let me go ahead and put it on the screen. Mm -hmm. One, 52 years old. Mm -hmm. When this whole thing about I need a six-figure man came out, that came out between 1983, 1985. Mm -hmm. That's when that became popular. Right. And what that means is roughly you need to make about a hundred thousand dollars a year or more mm -hmm. to, to, to get a ticket to the game. And that means if you in Atlanta dollars, Dallas mm -hmm. dollars, Houston dollars, Birmingham dollars, mm -hmm. if you in LA dollars or New York dollars, you need to make more. Right. Now, what pisses most people off about that is because guys get mad mm -hmm. uh, because they don't meet that mark. 
You and right. me didn't make that. Right. We just deal with, see, we deal with the world as it is. Right. And we just say, if this is what it is, this is what it is. And then you have to make that money over an extended period of time. Right. Anybody could have been Jeremy Lin and had a good seven games. Right. <laughs> but you ain't going to the Hall of Fame on Jeremy Lin stuff. Right. So roughly five years in a row, because that just shows you can be consistent, work a program, stay focused. And you're really on the verge of being high value from a money standpoint. If you've been doing it at least about three years, you're in striking distance. Right. The next thing I think is start, the next ones will start to get more important. Right. Number three, you have you are recognized by other men that are high value. They see you as their peer mm-hmm. or their potential peer. Mm. They see you and say that young dude got it coming. He he's got the right stuff. Right. I'm gonna keep my eye on him. Right. Because why that's important? Because being high value is like a little fraternity of sorts. Right. Because once you start getting into a certain uh, area, um, the the problems change, and you need to have a network mm-hmm. of high value men and other people. You can't right. have a network of just alphas. You can't have right. a network of just CEOs. Mm-hmm. You need some technicians. You know, mm-hmm. you you may you may be the don, but you need some button men, mm-hmm. and some capos, and some knee breakers too. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other parts. Then these are far more come down to the, the people skills, visibility. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn level is something I say, you know, basically folks need to kind of understand at a glance who you are and what you do. So right. to say that I'm a personal trainer at Gold's Gym or I'm right. over VP of mergers and acquisitions at Goldman mm-hmm. Sachs, mm-hmm. is different than saying I'm an entrepreneur. Right. The entrepreneur could make more than all of them, but you got to do more digging with the entrepreneur mm-hmm. stuff. So it needs kind of to be visible because the most important thing I think in high value, and this is irrespective of morals and anything else, because everybody's morals and religion can be different. You have to be useful. Mm-hmm. Utility. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as a high value loaner. Mm. You need to be useful to others and the group. Mm. Meaning if I can't tap AMS's network, mm-hmm. if I can't tap his, his contacts. If I can't mm. tap his resources, Mm-hmm. How valuable is he to everybody else? Mm. So while m- many people want to focus on what's at the bottom, notice where it is at the bottom, the money. Right. You can make money, but right. to have that network, have that mm-hmm. respect for other high value men, mm-hmm. to have that that the, the utility comes with time, work, and experience. Now, mm. why aren't morals, character, and ethics? Because you can be a high value nihilist. You can right. be a high value atheist. Oh, right. Muslim, Buddhist. Mm-hmm. That, and this high value thing, men worldwide throughout time have separated themselves from the other guys. So this is just the kind of framework to talk about concepts that guys have always talked about, hypergamy, mm-hmm. high value, all that mm-hmm. stuff. This mm-hmm. is just a framework to get a conversation started. And right. I think that's what really tipped it off when I said, what made men high value to other men? Right. Not to women. To mm-hmm. other men. Right. And then the women are just the byproduct of doing the high value, the work. That's what they come, that's where they come into this. So oh, okay. I like that, Kevin. I like that. I think a lot of people when when they think of uh, you and a high value thing, they think of money. But mm-hmm. I, you putting this on the screen, I think you cleared that up for a lot of guys that is more about networking and being visible to other guys and respected. Y'all guys get that it's more about being respected mm-hmm. and having a solid network. 
Yes. And when you got a solid network, it's hard for you to fall, like Jay-Z yeah. said, because <laughs> we all use the cell as a crutch. Uh, mm -hmm. I know I'm not saying that lyrically, right? But y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but another thing, uh, Kevin, want to talk about, everybody want to be a high value man. Everybody want to be a high value man. But do guys really know what happens when you become a high value man? Can they handle that? Can you handle the hate? Not just by your peers and contemporaries, but also your family members and your friends. Everybody, you know, thinks you owe them something and stuff like that. How can guys prepare themselves once they become a high value man to deal with the hate, deal with the expectation? Everybody wants you to do something for them. It, it, you, everybody, I think y'all guys just see guys riding around in the bins and they dress nice and stuff like this. But do y'all guys know what comes with it? You got people that's going to try to tear you down. They want to, you know, they got this crab in a barrel. What can mm -hmm. guys do to prepare themselves for that mentality, Kevin? First off, you can be an exceptional man and not have to be high value mm -hmm. you don't have to be and high value is something that neither you or i made mm -hmm. we're just dealing with that construct right so i want to be clear you yeah. can be a man of value a high right. impact man i often call them productive competitive successful men those mm -hmm. are different than high value high value is basically asking to take the last shot right you're asking to kick the game winning field goal you're asking the coach to put you in at mm. crunch time mm. And see, this is why I don't think if you can be a high value man under 30. One, because mm -hmm. you need that five years to make that money. Two, you need time to build a network. Right. Three, uh, because the easy come, easy go. This is why mm -hmm. I do not automatically consider athletes, entertainers, or musicians high value mm -hmm. because they make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But how often do we see them balling? In one regard, then 10, 15 years later, they on Iyana mm -hmm. Van Zandt fixed my life. Right. Because they've mismanaged our money and opportunities. Right. How high value, the pressure that comes with being a high value man is better mm -hmm. associated with understanding and having mentors and other high value men as peers. I think I like that what you said, mentors. Yes. I see a lot of guys sleep on mentors, Kevin. Well, see, that's the thing. What I know is men who are the top 10% of all men mm -hmm. all tend to have coaches. Mm. and mentors mm. tom brady got a coach mm -hmm. he got a throwing coach mm -hmm. and see what matters so much more than anything else is when you get those attacks mm -hmm. those challenges mm -hmm. that are coming mm -hmm. other high value men who recognize you as a peer that's mm -hmm. when you'll get the text out of the bra out of the blue keep your mm -hmm. head up bro keep doing what you're doing i i see you mm -hmm. because those are other beacons of light throughout the world who are at the top. It's lonely up there. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so when you're asking for the, the number one seat, you're asking for all the accountability, all mm -hmm. the heat, all the smoke. Mm -hmm. So one, you need to be ready to take it. You mm -hmm. need to be ready for your name to be in everybody's mouth and 99% of them be wrong, including mm -hmm. people who claim to know you. Mm. So I look at, I look at, uh, regardless of what anybody's political affiliation is, look at Donald Trump and Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Two different sides, same coin. But mm -hmm. they both had a, an, a tremendous amount of pushback. Mm -hmm. But they did it. They kept going their own. That The way they did it, they handled it in a different way. Right. See, high value is just that. If it's not tested, AMS, if it's not mm -hmm. tested, Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. All right, you good. We saw you win. But show me what happens when you get knocked down. 
How mm-hmm. do you rise? Do you mm-hmm. rise? Mm-hmm. Do you get back? Do you get stronger? Mm-hmm. What happens? And that's why, you know, being high value is so prized by the world. Right. I agree, Kevin. Let me ask you this, Kevin, because this is something I deal with. So I want to get your perspective on it. You're a little older than me. And you're a little wiser. So I'm going I'm to use you as a little wisdom right here. Okay. How do you handle feeling obligated to help family and friends to, to become higher value? How much obligation? I do be feeling an obligation uh, sometimes. So I want to know how do you handle that? How do you feel when you got contemporaries that you they want you to come on and, you know, be on your channel they want you to come on their channel and you know i get that and you like i'm like man you get 200 views a video man no <laughs> you know so how do you handle that well i look at the relationship before the popularity okay like the people who who have been in my life who have been supporting me back mm-hmm. before when the, when i was on that crappy iphone 5 mm-hmm. no lighting the mm-hmm. jacked up style the jacked up uh, everything else jacked up, awkward presentation mm-hmm. that, that I leave up on my videos so you can see how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends there are my friends because they were there when I was down. Damn, I love that, Kevin. So, and, and family members, see, let me explain something about family members. Mm-hmm. I, I worry about my second family more than my first family. And what the second family is, the first family is the one you were born into. Mm-hmm. You got no power over that. Right. Your mom and daddy got down and you came nine months later Mm. and you got the cousins and brothers and everything else. You got no choice over that. However, your second family, the men that you meet in your life, those men that you bond with, those are your real brothers, Mm. your real cousins. Mm. And and I realized that uh, like Mike Jones back then didn't want me. Now I'm hot all on me. If, if, If you wasn't blowing my phone up, calling me, talking back and forth before, I had a little something he thought was valuable. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to start doing it now. But how's, here's how I handle it, too. Mm-hmm. I learned how to detach with love through therapy. Mm-hmm. I can love you as my family member, mm-hmm. but I don't owe you. Mm-hmm. I don't owe you. I owe myself and I owe the, the people like myself who want to be better. Because if I squander this, who's that going to help? Um, and I will tell you also about people wanting to reach out to you for favors and this and that. Mm-hmm. I keep it business. Right. We are brands. Right. We are businesses and brands. Mm-hmm. And how does Coca-Cola line up with McDonald's? Because mm-hmm. Coke goes good with cheeseburgers and fries. Burger mm-hmm. King used to have Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And they and there was number one Burger King, number two, I mean, number one McDonald's, number two was Burger King. Number mm-hmm. one was Coca-Cola, number two was Pepsi. But guess mm-hmm. what happened? Somewhere down the line, Burger King realized they were never going to overtake McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Never going to do it. Pepsi right. realized they were never going to overtake Coca-Cola. Right. So they became the best Pepsi possible. Burger mm. King became the best Burger King possible. And guess what? Burger King used to sell Pepsi. Now they sell Coke because mm. it makes better business sense. Do they wow. still have some Pepsi friends? Show, sure, but I need some Coca-Cola dollars. Right. Damn, Kevin, dropping some knowledge on <laughs> Shout out, Kevin, bringing, bringing the knowledge, man. Hey, hey man. Kevin, so let me ask you this. What's the fastest way a guy can become fat, so high value? So right now, a guy is a, a, guy, a garbage man. I know you said a garbage man could be a value, but mm-hmm. if, if I'm just a typical, hardworking, blue-collar working guy, and I want to become a high-value man, what's the fastest way I can go about obtaining that? Well, let me first off give you a baseline. Stop digging. 
Okay. Stop, stop digging. You're at the lowest level. Don't go any lower. <laughs> okay. Your debt that you have mm-hmm. is over here. Your situation, mm-hmm. your baby mama, your mm-hmm. ex, mm-hmm. your, your probation, whatever you got going on, mm-hmm. that, that's going to be there. Right. First thing you're going to need is some sort of high income skill or talent. Preach it. We men get compensated for competence. Right. Not should be. Mm. So what are your high value skills or talents? Right. Once you have that, that's just your sport. Mm. Then you're going to have to show me your work. Mm. I'm going to need you to get your ass in the gym at six o'clock. And at six o'clock, I'm going to need you to also take care of that nutrition when you're away from the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to put in the work of a madman. I'm going to need you to dedicate that 10,000 hour mastery principle mm-hmm. while no one's looking right. to fail, get better over and over again, because I only want you home to shower, sleep, sex, mm. and shit. That's it. Don't tell me about what's going on on Game of Thrones or the game. I don't what about the movies or Marvel or whatever. No. You cannot tell me you are working on something and you putting in 40 hours. I don't talk to men who aren't working at least 60 hours a week. Mm. I will not I will not get on the phone and talk to somebody who I do not know is not working 60 hours because mm. my time's too valuable. Even before YouTube and all this, I was the same kind of mindset. Think about when you when you came on and you did what you did, mm-hmm. you exploded. Mm-hmm. And then when you kind of fell back from collaborations and everything, I knew exactly yep. why you did it. I was right. like, man, that brother... And with nothing but respect them, and a year or so later came around and said, Hey, bro, I'm back on that map. We mm-hmm. picked up like it wasn't no big, mm-hmm. wasn't no explanation needed. None. I'm right. like, Yeah, of course. Let's get right. it, bro. Mm-hmm. Because I understand the value of work. I mm-hmm. respect work. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, money, value, all that stuff are the resultants of doing work. Mm. High value is a result of putting that work in, man. Right. What do you think? If I wasn't in LA mm-hmm. on a trip that I did not want to go to, but I mm-hmm. went for mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been in that hotel to take that phone call that changed everything. Mm. I wasn't in my in my lair. I was on. I was working, mm. reluctantly working, mm. and just like you know, behind the scenes, you're here, you're there, you're doing this, you're doing that, right? Um. So you need you need one to stop digging two, a high value skill mm-hmm. or talent or ability. Three, mm-hmm. you got to put the hard work in mm. or you got to also start networking with people who can keep it honest with you. I had people around me who would tell me, man, I love your style, but your, your presentation on camera is shit. You're corny. I can't relate to you. Shout out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. He did that for me. He's like, hey, man, I love what you do. But you you come across as kind of stiff and unrelatable. I'm like, you're right, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a black man sitting up in a suit talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to put Relax. my ego to the side and, and become more authentic and relaxed. Right. right. Let people see the 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 all of me. And that's, that's willing to be authentic. So women will call it vulnerable. Well, I mm-hmm. call it authentic. Mm-hmm. And then be willing to take the criticism too. Uh-huh. All my critics wasn't wrong. When right. the comment section was like, hey man, that they wasn't wrong. And then take the criticism that's going to better you and, mm. and, and make the adjustments. 
Right. Because we're all building the airplane in public as we fly it. So a lot of guys can't take constructive criticism. I, I agree with that. And most people, you you know better to even give them constructive uh, criticism. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, guy, uh, Kevin. What about guys who have limited beliefs as into what they can do? I used to have that. Uh, in, before I turned like 33, I always had these limiting beliefs that, I, you know, I just had put limitations on what I thought mm -hmm. I could achieve, you know. And I remember when I first finally became a personal trainer, I finally finished something that I started because I was, you know, synonymous with just starting something and then not finishing it. So how, guys who are watching this right now who just like that had these limited beliefs where they just like, I can't become an engineer or I can't become, a, a, you know, whatever, high, high skill performer, mm -hmm. whatever. How can they overcome that, those limiting beliefs, Kevin? One, somebody worse than you has done it. Mm -hmm. Somebody, Damn, that's so good. Somebody's worse than you has done it, man. Mm -hmm. Whether you're relig religious or not, mm -hmm. the people we study tend to be the biggest failures because mm -hmm. they just never stop trying. Mm -hmm. Limiting beliefs tend to come from scarcity and fear. Mm -hmm. Many of us was raised by our mama. We uh, didn't have no not, not enough money. Mm -hmm. So money was never something to be on the offense, we, it was always to be defensive. Mm -hmm. So we got a negative money blueprint. Mm -hmm. We weren't planned as a result of a, a nuclear family or mom and daddy was preparing for us. Right. We just out here. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things I looked at is I started taking in different knowledge. I studied people who have been successful. Mm -hmm. And I got over the fact to realize and just because I don't share the same skin tone mm -hmm. doesn't mean I can't get the similar outcome. Right. My path might be different, but I can still do the work. Mm -hmm. A couple of books, 48 Laws of Power, mm -hmm. a book called Blink, mm -hmm. uh, a book called Start With Why, mm -hmm. um, and then retraining your mind. Just like you take a, a body that's out of shape mm -hmm. and you have to retrain your muscles, joints, mm -hmm. and everything else, you mm -hmm. have to retrain your mind because... That's the most important muscle in the body. Right. You know, this is why you can see people who win the lottery, Powerball, mm. and inside mm. of 10 years be broke. Mm. That's that negative limiting money blueprint. Right. And many times the hard part is you got to get away. You got to get away from your cousins and all them because they got those limiting beliefs. They remember, oh, you trying to be all big old, but I remember in fourth grade when you ate a booger. Okay. Mm. But I'm 35 now. Um, for the Christians, think about Jesus could do no works in his in, in Nazareth because they would not accept him as the Messiah. Right. He said he was the Messiah. They just said, "You, David, son of the carpenter." Hmm. Belief in your own believing in your ability to get better every day mm -hmm. is some of the most things. That's why people say, "Fake it till you make it." Mm -hmm. uh, you got to believe that. Hey, man, if I uh, if I make the next right decision, mm -hmm. keep doing the next right thing. I am putting distance between my old self. Mm -hmm. and you look up and you're further down the path and then you just keep doing the next right thing. That's right. So basically you're saying you accomplish one thing and then it starts compound. You start to build confidence. That's what happened mm -hmm. to me, Kevin, actually. That's me. Once you finish one thing, you do one thing, then you get the confidence that you can finish anything you put your mind to. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you what I know a lot of people have been wanting. Why are women so goddamn delusional? About their SMV. That's what it, that's what everybody been waiting on, Kevin. They they like I, I high value. Let's get to the let's get to the crust of this. Why are these women so goddamn delusional, Kevin? Man, I, well, 
I, I posted something on my on my uh YouTube mm-hmm. the other day mm-hmm. on my community tab. Mm-hmm. You guys go check it out when you get a chance. The mm-hmm. world has told women in the West mm-hmm. that they are perfect princesses that can do no wrong and should have everything they want. Mm-hmm. Men get an estimation of yourself every day. Men mm-hmm. are born knowing we have to create value. Women are born with value. Mm-hmm. And what is that value, ladies? You're sitting on it. Mm-hmm. That's the value. It doesn't matter what what get one an unattractive overweight to a beautiful mm-hmm. gorgeous. They yeah. all have had somebody have relations with them. Mm-hmm. So number that's number one. Number two, without belaboring the point, that's a that was a financial incentive to get women into the workplace, into the workforce, and become mm-hmm. consumers. Mm-hmm. They spend more money more frivolously. I did a broadcast about a month and a half ago talking about how Cosmopolitan magazine in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one of the chief writers came out and openly said, "We lied to women. We lied yeah. about." Yeah, uh, this woman called Swellen Browder wrote a mm-hmm. book called Subverted, talking mm-hmm. about how she outlined how they Cosmopolitan was the playboy for for modern women, mm-hmm. and they would make up lies, outright mm-hmm. lies mm-hmm. about a woman named Karen or or Denise or something like that. And they mm-hmm. would put her in a city like Cleveland, and they mm-hmm. sold delayed marriage, uh, sex with no strings, birth control, and all those other kind of things. And the delusion they've been selling to women is you can have it all at mm-hmm. no cost. Mm-hmm. So now, somebody like yourself come along and say, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bang them to sleep." Mm-hmm. And you were the first person to just be direct out with it and said, mm-hmm. "Y'all ain't playing with no rules. We're gonna play with no rules." Right. That would you you committed a foul, man. Yep. You weren't supposed to say that, but the market was thirsty to for somebody to just say, you know what, he's right. Mm-hmm. So to us to, to me, I actually said, All right, fine, you want high value. This is what it is. Right. But what do these men want from a woman? Oh, right. I wasn't supposed to ask that question. <laughs> oh no, man. So oh man, know, they become delusional because they think that they can have everything, and what they don't realize is they all want the same handful of men, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But my question, like I'm gonna talk about tonight, ladies, you want to share? Because mm. ain't but but it's less than ten percent of all men. Mm. So you want to share? Mm. So you want to? I think I heard you say it. Mm. Uh, I, I I think I. You were one of the first people I had heard say they want loyal alphas. Yeah, yeah. That was the Derek Jackson video. Yeah, yeah. they want loyal alphas. And they don't, no, 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 thank you. Mm, that's not going to work. Mm-mm. Let me say this. Let me say this, Kevin. So, like, let's say me, for instance, right? Um, like, you, you, you believe women should uh, be reasonable with their sexual market value. Yes. And, 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 like, shouldn't, shouldn't women think they're a 10? Like, let's take me, for instance. I think I'm a 10. Uh-huh. Now, do I got a six pack? Nope. But you can't tell me I'm not a 10. So, like, what's what's like what's wrong with a woman that's to me and you might be a seven, but she thinks she's a nine or a 10. I think I'm a 10. Uh so what's but, what's the foul in that in a woman believing that in, in her eyes she's a 10? Well, the problem is is though men may think that. Mm-hmm. But the world gives us an act. You can think you're a 10 all day long, but when mm-hmm. you was a bouncer, how many guys thought they was 10s until that cover charge was $100? Mm. They realized they didn't even have two 10s in a pocket. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's a difference between the dudes that's trying to get in the club. How many times you have to go out in the parking lot? Hey, man, you need, you can't be getting drunk in the parking lot. because That's because they can't afford to drink at the bar. Mm. 
And the guys at the bar can't afford to have bottle service to be up in VIP. Mm-hmm. See, we men accept the hierarchy between generals and privates. You may be a confident private, but you're a private. So mm-hmm. even we can think with it, and, and we have to have self-confidence and self-esteem, but we also know we gotta we gotta prove the world demands competence from us. Mm. Women can believe what they want to uh, about being a 10. You must have confidence, but confidence does not sell to men the way confidence sells from men to women. Correct. It doesn't map over that way. Correct. Because I met some extremely confident women that my my stuff wouldn't even work with them. Like, oh, man, no. Uh-uh. Right. I got you. So I got I get I get what you're saying. So mm-hmm. you're saying the market dictates it. I, I agree with that. Now I mm-hmm. want to know this because I, I I maybe I haven't heard you talk about this. What makes a woman a high value woman? Okay. What makes a woman high value mm-hmm. is she's um she's dedicated and disciplined. Mm-hmm. She has a comforting character. Mm-hmm. She's liberating and loyal, mm-hmm. and she's enthusiastic. Uh and exuberant. Okay. She's also she's also appealing and attentive. Gotcha. See, and none of that has to do with her 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 direct beauty. Mm-hmm. See, the ability to be liberating that means I'm gonna stay down so AMS can do what he needs to do, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna stay loyal. Meaning, mm-hmm. his homeboy try to come by here and try to hit it. Not mm-hmm. only am I gonna keep it keep it at home, I'm a I'm a tell on that homeboy. You can't come in over here to us and try to expose him. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Apollo 13 wives. We're happy, thrilled, and and, and, pr- and proud, proud, happy, and thrilled. They mm-hmm. are the they are the perfect woman to keep secrets. Mm-hmm. She's Delilah, who would never think about cutting Samson's hair. Right. So that means a, a man's most prized possession, his sleep, his rest, is not disturbed by her. That's okay. a part of her comforting character. Right. She's a comforter to, to him. She has the character that other men wish their women had. She's mm-hmm. above, she's above reproach. She ain't for the streets. Mm-hmm. She's Coretta Scott King uh, mm-hmm. like that. She's not mm-hmm. going to, she's going to be like Big Mama did when Big Daddy died. You ain't sitting in Big Daddy's shirt even though he's been dead 15 years. Mm-hmm. We're going to honor him mm-hmm. because it's about our family and our legacy. Uh, she has, she's, uh, she's discerning, meaning mm-hmm. she doesn't hang around with, uh, the local thoughts and hot pockets. Mm-hmm. She's disciplined because mm-hmm. she goes from under one file, one man's discipline to her man's discipline. She mm-hmm. is disciplined to be able to say, I need to keep myself in this kind of shape and do this and do this and do that and do this and maintain the household and empire, whatever we have, whatever we got going on, I need to manage what he's going out to going out to acquire. Right. And she's enthusiastic about her and exuberant. She's enthusiastic and uh, about her man. She's the number one cheerleader. Right. She's always talking about how great her man is. And when people go around talking about how bad, no, 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 she don't want to hear nothing about it. And what makes her able to do that? She's mm-hmm. a woman that's appealing. Mm-hmm. To the to the to people world, I mean, in the room, mm-hmm. and she's attractive to other men and women. She mm-hmm. draws people to her. Mm. So a woman like that is is truly has value, mm-hmm. but her value is directly tied to her man. Let me break that down. What Kevin just said to the less educated. 
That means the bitch don't get on your nerves. There you go. That's, 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 <laughs> that's what, it. That's what he. That's what he just said, guys. He 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 said it in a more politically correct way than me, but basically said, <laughs> just stay out of my way and don't get on my fucking nerves. That's that's pretty much what he said. That's it. Let me, let me ask you this, Kevin. Do you think that a woman who's not aesthetically pleasing, say facially, you saying that a high value man is something that she shouldn't even expect to get? Well, I, I won't say that. See, women like that, mm -hmm. a woman like that, an average looking woman, mm -hmm. this is when you get a guy who's in Henry, a, a high earner in training. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. you get him when he's in process. So this is when you you get him when he's right out of school and you see his potential mm. and you're willing to stay down while he builds and you don't sit around and emasculate him or hit his manhood or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. we can use Barack Obama for this. He, when he came out of law school, he was a community organizer. Mm. But do you not think Michelle saw some value in him, whether we agree right. or not? Right. Um, so if and that is where most Melinda Gates get bills exactly in process right but see sadly too many modern women want it all they want to enjoy their life and their youth and their 20s mm -hmm. then when they decide they want to settle down they want to go just pluck a man off the high value tree right that's fine you better mm -hmm. be an eight nine or ten in the face an eight nine or ten in the body be fit feminine friendly cooperative submissive and have all the other things that your particular high value man desires of the woman because he has options. Mm. You can you can want it. I, Damn, you can I want a lot of stuff. I want a G six. I don't have the right. paper for it right now. Right, you got the paper though. <laughs> it's in your back pocket. Check that back pocket, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be on that Kevin, right? We, but that's the result of that's the result of that work, though, right? Huh? Yeah, that's, that's right, the Kevin. Of that work. That's right, Kevin. So let me ask you this. Uh, well, let me break that down. What he's saying, guys, uh, for the girls, the ladies on here watching this, if you want a high value man and you are not the hottest, and probably even if you is the hottest, you're gonna have to get a guy before he gets to the top because it's hard. And I can speak tell you that Kevin is not lying on this, it's gonna be hard for me to, besides me being red pill, mm -hmm. want a girl and say you're a purple pill guy, it's gonna be hard for you to want to settle down with a woman that didn't help you build, is mm -hmm. what he's saying. And that's that's a good point, Kevin. It's hard. Well, it's gonna be hard to believe a girl like you for you when she wasn't there to help you build. Mm. I like show, that. Show me what the second wife looked like. <laughs> I mean, show me. I was like, show, I always hear women talk about. It. I see plenty of high value men or men with money. What average looking women look like? I was like, yeah, but show me what the second wife gonna look like. Mm. See, when I, I coach with when I coach with men, and mm -hmm. they oftentimes have problems deciding about relationships women. I just ask a simple question. Mm -hmm. Fuck all that. If you had a billion dollars cash in the bank, mm -hmm. is this the woman you'd be with? Mm. And the answer inevitably comes back is no. I was like, well, so basically you, you're with the woman you can afford. There you go. There you go. I like, damn, Kevin, that's some... Y'all see Kevin <laughs> dropping these, these, these nuggets on him. Give y'all give y'all give my man Kevin a round of applause for them nuggets. He, I got a couple yeah. more before he go because I know he got to get ready for his show tonight. Let me get, be off the so chain. let me ask you this: for a woman that wants a high value man, and let's just assume that she's what we would phrase as a nine or a ten. Okay, should she expect to share, man? She she shouldn't expect a high value man that she shouldn't have to share. What, uh, well, what thoughts on that, Kevin? Let me uh, you tip my show. Tip, tip my show, but I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay. Okay, I, I did a broadcast last week saying. Mm -hmm. 
women who want high value men know should know they're gonna need to praise him. Mm -hmm. What I mean, they're going to have to publicly respect, uh, accept, and acceptance is where you got to understand. Just like you want him, every other woman wants him too, Mm. and it is not normal for there are usually two male lions that administer a pride of lionesses, six Mm -hmm. to eight of them. Mm -hmm. They're out roaming the prairie. Right. When they come home, they can mate with any of the lionesses Mm -hmm. and they all accept it. It is not normal for mammals to expect a loyal alpha. Mm. There needs to be, if you want a high value man, ladies, understand Mm -hmm. something, especially if you want him after he's in process. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to need to know, just like you're looking for him, Becky, Maling, Marisol, and Keisha is too. Mm. And we have evolved. You got one egg that mm-hmm. you produce a month and you have a finite. We have millions of sperm. So, yeah, you, I think there's need to be some rules that you have set up. No outside kids, no diseases. Don't embarrass me in public and don't and don't put our family legacy in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And after that, no harm, no foul. Mm hmm. Because I know more high value men that when they're out, if they do what they do, mm-hmm. the women that they deal with would never think to talk about exposing this and that because they know you're the mistress. I ain't never leaving my woman for you. Right. And, you and, you, and that, <laughs> yeah, you, and, and if you want them dudes, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> talk, see, you get, you get out here. If you're gonna if you're gonna be with one person in pu- and they're gonna call it your one and only, mm-hmm. well, it comes with certain kind of rules. But I sh- but no, do I think that the average woman wanting a high value man, especially if he's high value when you meet him, mm-hmm. should you expect him to be monogamous and committed to you? I think mm-hmm. it's foolish. Right. You can I, want it, but it's foolish. I, I agree. But don't you think it's some uh, beta high value men out there that might have yeah. a still in scarcity? So like everybody's not going to have the abundance, even though they're high value. Technically, they still got a scarcity mindset. They still got the beta mindset. So what can they expect? At least get one of them. You uh, Yeah. I mean, everybody can win the Powerball, but the lotto is more likely. Right. I mean, yeah. Here's what here's the thing. If, if loyalty matters that much, get an average guy. Mm. I mean, if it really matters that much, mm-hmm. get an average guy because mm. I want us to go think about a thousand years ago. What did I put us in the dark ages? Mm-hmm. Think about 800 years ago. There were the nobility, the monarchs. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, and you had to be born and you, you couldn't just become king. Mm-hmm. But then there was the nobles, the dukes, the earls, and right. all those people. And then there was no middle class. There were just right. the, there were just the people. Right. Well, if you're in the nobility, mm-hmm. the nobles had access to anything. Think about the movie Braveheart, mm-hmm. Prima Nocta. As lord of these lands, I bring home, I'm going to take the wife into my bed uh, on the first night of her union. Mm. Yeah, and he and that's because he was the noble lord. And any woman that got married in his town, a common woman, he could have sex with her before her husband. Mm. And that was an accepted thing. See, human beings understand how this is, but because right. we civilized the world in general, right? We got first world problems. You want to straighten this out? Uh, let's have a couple. Have some wars. Have some right. wars. Uh, let some. If this pandemic would have jumped off, get us some Book of Eli, some uh, uh, 
the walking dead stuff going on. And then people start realizing these first world notions that we have. We got to make problems now because we don't have enough of them. Mm. But in like those that. dystopian worlds like that, where, where men, you need a man for your actual survival. What do women do? They get with the, the strongest, highest value man possible for safety. Mm. <laughs> like that. Both ways, protection and financially. All of it. Yeah. All of it. So, mm -hmm. you know, and, and in the United States, we write endings that are more cathartic for women, but mm -hmm. they know how it is. And honestly, come on, man. Right. We both know. Yeah. They're willing to share. Yeah. Women, y'all guys <laughs> must know. Y'all guys must know that these basketball wives, these football wives, they like, they know what their husband doing. All they ask for their husband is just be respectful with me. Keep your tramps, you know, don't That's have it. them right here cutting the food. Make sure they know their place. And see, the thing is, even without them, even when I was in corporate America, mm -hmm. uh, CEOs and executives, right mm -hmm. there in their conversation package, they have something called miscellaneous. Or mm -hmm. A lot of times that's written into their package. And you would wonder, I've told a story about uh, a, a high-level escort that I saw that she saw someone else too. Mm -hmm. And in order to keep him in the right mindset, people knew what he did. Look, mm -hmm. man, before the internet existed, Men have always had, especially high value or successful, powerful men have always had the woman they married mm -hmm. to make their children and their legacy, mm -hmm. the mistresses and sides and everything else. Mm -hmm. That that's not new. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to, I don't know why people expect us to to go uh, to. Well, I know why they want it, but that don't make no sense. They don't make no sense. And be quite honest, you with you, most women, regardless of what they say on social media and all that. If they get a high value man, they kind of know what's coming with it. I don't care what they say on social oh, media and YouTube. They they kind of know what comes with it. Monday know who Tuesday is. Thursday exactly. Thursday know that Wednesday left her drawers over there. Come on, man. There you go. How many? And see, the thing is, people think we're capping and, and high side, but mm -hmm. you've seen this for how many years? I've seen it for a long, 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 long time. Mm -hmm. And and that was back when I had and I was trying to get two pennies to rub together. Right. Now you got some nickels and dimes and dollars? Oh, Come on, man. Man, you, what you going to expect? Let me ask you <laughs> this one more question, Kevin. Before you go, I know you got your show tonight. Let, make sure y'all go there and check Kevin out, too. He have it lit or whatever. But I'm going to ask right. you one more. What about guys? What's, what, what can guys do for confidence who ha are high value, but they still lack the confidence? Like, most guys can become high value, and they would develop confidence. But you will have some guys that despite getting their finances in order, despite getting in the best shape of their life, they still lack confidence. What would you tell that guy? Uh, you need to get in the ring with high-value men and get punched in the chest. Mm. I mean, th there, is a, there is a coming of man, a coming of age thing. Mm -hmm. Look, you can make money and still be a simp or a wimp, but the right. thing is, when you get around other men who ain't going to accept that, I'm going to use your word, that bullshit, Mm. And they're gonna say, man, I don't want to hear that whiny crybaby stuff. Mm -hmm. You got this, 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 and you and you got this one eyeless, you got this, you got that. We need drill sergeants in our lives, in our circle, to kind of check our stuff. I have a gauntlet of men around me that I respect enough to substitute their judgment for mm -hmm. my own, and they have free reign to check me on my bullshit at any time. Mm. Because men, we cannot allow weak men a weak man is a danger to us right so if you have everything else taken care of go, deal with your 
parent the little kid, mm-hmm. but sooner or later, you're going to have to put the little boy that didn't get a lollipop and a ride on his daddy's shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go ahead and make peace with him and, and get on back in the game because we got we to gotta slay these dragons, man. And we ain't got time right. for you to be emotional over here with that shit. You make right. us all vulnerable. Mm. All right, Kevin, man. You done spit some game tonight. I know you got to get <laughs> My boy. I know you got to get you some lemon juice, though. You can tell these helpers off tonight, bro. I'm going to let all you right. go, man. All right. Y'all no show problem. Kevin some love on his way out here. Make sure y'all go check out his channel every uh, every month. Was it Monday night at 10? Monday, Wednesday, Friday night at 10, and then Tuesday, and Tuesday Thursday on Instagram at 10 o'clock. So all man, right. it's good to be back, man. And keep doing what you do, man, and keep your foot on the gas, man. Do you that know it, shit. bro. You know all it. Right, Peace Much out. love, brother. Take care, Later. man. All right. <clears throat> so let me let me uh, show some love to the Super Chats. Appreciate Kevin stopping through. I know my girl China White was over here. Shout out China White. I saw the Super Chat. Some of y'all Super Chats done left off the screen, but Anthony Spade, pre- appreciate you, brother. Uh, see, all my, my, my bitches calling the phone now. Let me, let me turn the phone off. My bitch is calling. God damn it. Let me cut the phone off. Goddamn bitch. I'm on I'm working, goddamn it. She had to call back. Uh shout out my man Affy Stuff is cold. Uh who else up on here? Um let me see. Uh my man uh Eli Monroe, appreciate that super chat. I already said China. Uh Jaleel Watson, appreciate that super chat, brother. I said Anthony uh Alpha Kingdom, appreciate that super chat, brother. So I appreciate our super chat. So let's get to these uh questions right here. <clears throat> let's see what we got. What's up, brother? Hey, how's What's it going, up, brother? Man? I'm doing great, brother. Bro, I've been following you for about three years. I love your page, everything you're doing for men and just the way. Thank you, general. brother. So thank you. Thank you, right, brother. I have questions for you. I'm going to ask you one question about booty. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to ask you one purpose question as well. Okay. All right. So I would say I'm not the best with women. I'm 27. I have mm-hmm. around 70 bodies and I'm more experienced. I kind of just discard sevens and eights, but they're nice. But my mm-hmm. problem is, like you said, the reason you started your channel was like maintaining mm-hmm. that uh, attraction from the nines and, and tens. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a recent situation, I moved 40 minutes away from my hometown. Mm-hmm. I was dating this real bad chick, super submissive, mm-hmm. very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Amazing personality, uh, mm-hmm. just overall, just a high value woman, like Kevin Samuels was touching on. Uh, but uh, so we were going good for about seven months. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she, her friends got in her head, started talking to her about, I'm this bad guy. I shouldn't be trusted. I kind of have a little bit of a bad reputation back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so she kind of bought into the hype and then she kind of just ghosted me after seven months of going good. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't blow her up, but I initiated contact uh, after the first time she ever flaked, which was my first mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't beg or anything like that initially mm-hmm. or pursue like too far, but uh, mm-hmm. because I've been following your page and I've also have a little bit of experience mm-hmm. of like dating dimes, losing the bitches. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with this chick, it just hurt more because like she's cold, but like her personality is even like a step above like how she looks and uh okay. she basically pulled all the way back and when i mm-hmm. asked her what had, what had happened she basically was like you weren't like trying to you never asked me to be in a relationship i just felt like things weren't going anywhere 
Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we kind of talked just briefly about like mm-hmm. where we had like kind of like not been communicating. Mm-hmm. And I'd been a little bit like when you put out the fucking video on um, mm-hmm. toxic versus alpha, I was mm-hmm. like, God fucking damn it. Mm-hmm. I did every fucking toxic thing. And mm-hmm. I would say I am naturally, I'm naturally a fucking simp, honestly. Like before I found your channel, I was a fucking blue pill simp, like that ass. And mm-hmm. um, then I just started to become red pill with like the sixes and sevens. I could just discard them, take them, leave them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nines and tens, I was, I'm very still to this day, very purple pill because I'm a sing- I was raised by a single mom, you know what I mean? All that shit. Right. So I value a good woman. And basically my question for you is, uh, I did pursue a little bit without begging after she pulled all the way back and stopped wanting mm-hmm. to see me. She mm-hmm. explained the situation, but did not express like meeting up again or anything like that. And mm-hmm. so I kind of just let her go. It's been mm-hmm. about a month and maybe a week of no contact. And mm-hmm. uh, I was just wondering what you, what your thoughts are, are on that. I'm completely accepted losing the bitch, but I would mm-hmm. like uh, to get that shit back. If you feel me. Well, this is the thing guys. This is the thing. You know, I always find it funny that guys call me. They say, hey, I got the abundance mindset. Uh, it, I'm, not claiming, I'm not claiming that yet. Okay. Okay. So this is the thing, guys, when y'all dealing with women. women. First of all, it sounds to me like you can acknowledge that you made some mistakes. And so That's- you, I want y'all guys to ask yourself, do y'all guys ever ask yourself, how do I get the knowledge that I got? Do y'all ever ask yourself that? It comes from fucking up. Going through it. That's yeah. right. It comes from fucking up. So with this girl right here, this is how you become. See, this is the thing. You can read all the books. You can go and binge watch all the videos you want to. But until you get one of these, that's when the learning really starts. And the, all the videos is like a tutorial on you, like uh, your old no moment, like, oh, shit. But the, at the end of the day, a lot right. of this stuff, you got to go through it. And this one right here, that's that right. hurts. This is the one that's going to really dig deep and make you start learning and start knowing that now I see why AMS says what he says. Now, with this girl here, you made right. a mistake. The only thing she can do is come back to you. You can't do no pursuing. You can't make a comeback. You can't. It ain't no magic words you can call her. Right. If she comes exactly. back in the month or whatever or whatever. But this is Baby, the thing. She, this is what she <laughs> don't have a tendency to do because this has been my experience with women. She'll probably call you a month from now and you friend zoned. She probably won't even want to meet up. She probably just going to want to friend zone you where she just calling out the blue, but really ain't talking about a goddamn thing. She really just wasting your goddamn time. You see what I'm saying? That's what you right. can expect. More, what I've seen from women is unless it was an attachment or something strong like for years, usually when that attachment is broke, it's gone. I, I'm, yeah. I'm being honest. With, with women... Hey, that's. When they stop liking you, you do something to make them stop liking you. Unless it was like a strong attachment, like say y'all was dating for years or something like that. But like if y'all was just dating a couple of months yeah. or a few months or something like that, and you fuck up and she yeah, like six, seven your months, yeah. they usually don't start back liking you, brother. I'm just being honest yeah, with no, you. Facts. That's been my experience That's with okay. women. So this one is pretty much she probably getting fucked right now. And you 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 oh, gotta no, be able, oh yeah, she's getting fucked. You, hey, I'm I, and you know I what she gonna do? You know what she'll town. do? You know what she'll do to you? She'll call you and tell you her problems with him. That's 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 how crazy <laughs> women is. She will call you 
and start. She let, are, no, I don't play that. Let shit. me tell y'all what the y'all remember. Who on here remember the infamous Sunday chick? Press one if you remember the infamous Sunday chick. Press one. Press yeah, one if you remember the infamous that the bitch I made videos about for the every time I gave an example, it was this bitch, the Sunday bitch, right? Everybody remember that bitch, right? This mm -hmm. bitch after after I you know I I made the video on how we how I lost the attachment, right? You know this bitch had the audacity to call me, tell me something. You know I'm thinking about joining the Equinox. What you think about that, bitch? I'm not your home girl. Who the fuck you think? <laughs> this bitch called me, tell me something. Yeah, what's my opinion on you joining the Equinox? What the what I'm a what I'm the girlfriend now? Man, you know what I did? I blocked that goddamn bitch. Y'all know I say don't block bitches. I tell y'all, yeah. I tell y'all guys all the time, don't block bitches. We'll see this bitch gonna call me to my some. What's he my opinion on her joining the equinox? <laughs> like, oh, I'm the girlfriend now. More than likely, that's what she gonna try to do with you. She gonna try to goddamn friends on your ass, and you do the same thing. Hey, bitch, uh, you want to meet up? Hit me up. If not, don't call me with this bullshit. She'll probably call you talking about some. Hey, what you think about this spot over here? Now, bitch, we I ain't uh, uh no. And then if you talk yeah. to her, she'll start telling you about what's going on in that relationship. So the point being, bro, is this one is gone. Yeah. You learn from it. Yeah, she's the probably one... gonna try to hit you up in the in at the blue. Don't hey, entertain so... that foolishness. I didn't Go ahead. cut you off, but I want to keep okay. uh, just the consistency and just the flow of the stream going. But uh, the girl I found your channel from who really fucked me up was even a step above her in attraction. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. that one is what really fucked me up and made me really sad. This one hurts mm -hmm. only because she is actually a real bitch. Like she was like straightforward with me. She didn't play games. I was the one kind of gaming and being toxic mm -hmm. when I could have kept her. But uh, uh, I do care, like I'm, I'm purple pill when it comes to chicks like this, but like the one thing that gave me uh, kind of the onus to like even hop on this live stream, mm -hmm. I watch all your shit, but like to really like ask a question was mm -hmm. that one of the last things she said was, I just felt like you were always out of my league and like all my friends wanted to fuck you. So I always felt like I just had to compete too much. Uh, and then she still just left. I'm like, what the fuck? This is a little bit opposite of what I've been reading. So let me tell y'all guys something. When a girl tell you that, that's because she thinks you're a serial killer and you might kill her. And so she's letting you down easy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Whenever y'all guys have a girl give you the, you know, you so hot, this, that, that, and other, that's cold for you look like you might kill my ass if I break up with you. So let me let me make you feel good while I'm breaking up with your ass. That, that's what that is. Right, right. I'm going to break up with you because you so oh so gorgeous that I don't want to deal with all the... What the right. fuck? You know, it, it almost make me feel like women think men ain't got no goddamn sense, right? So if you were with Brad Pitt or yeah. somebody like that, you like, oh, well, I don't want to deal with all this competition, so I got to break up with you. Man, that bitch in that. You know what? She had a good laugh that night. She was laughing so hard. That motherfucker think I think he's a good-looking girl. <laughs> and he believed it. And you know what? You know what? It's, it works because now you ain't gonna go kill a bitch because you think like she like you and that you so good looking in actuality she was just dumping your ass <laughs> and trying to make you feel good y'all gotta give it up to women y'all give it up to women nobody can break up with a motherfucker and make him feel good while I'm breaking up with his ass like a woman that's all that you know what right. you got that kind of serial killer you know you got the hat going back you kind of in the dark Shit. you know you, I, I don't know, man. 
So I don't know. They said you got 70 bodies. I don't know if they talk about dead bodies or sex. Well, I don't know what we got. <laughs> no, I'm no, no, no. History, quick history on me. Quick history on mm -hmm. me. I've always, I'm not going to call myself a loser. I have a bachelor's degree, but it was one of those mm -hmm. fucking useless degrees, right? Mm -hmm. uh, right now I'm in a barbering program. My best friend opened a barber shop. We're charging mm -hmm. $40 a cut. So mm -hmm. I saw your advice. I don't go to barber school, but it's a best friend. It's a homie. And we're just charging stupid overhead. So I figured I can use that to invest in my purpose, which is music. I'm going to get to that next question really quickly. But mm -hmm. essentially, like, I've been a male model. I'm 6'4", uh, obviously pretty good looking, I would say. Six-pack abs, ripped up as fuck. All my friends asked me for fitness advice. And this bitch was on my dick hard as fuck. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I told my family all about you. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You basically just, like, broke my heart. And you didn't even talk to me about being together when you moved. And I just didn't even think it was a fucking big deal. But at the same time, I watched that video and I realized I was being a little bit too toxic. You know what I mean? Charging forty dollars for a haircut, bro. That's a, that's that. She should just break up with you for that right there. You you charging you charging forty dollars for a haircut? I, you should. You know what? That shit right there just get you dumped right there, right off the bat. Motherfucker charging forty dollars for a haircut, but that motherfucker better have gold trimming or something oh around it when you God. get through with it. Goddamn forty dollars. I bet. I better get some ass that night. Goddamn forty dollars, man, for real. But uh, the the the, the thing the is, this only here, explanation bro, I can have is like, go ahead, go ahead. The, the only the, the only thing going on with you, bro, is uh, <clears throat> is that you making minor little mistakes. And the girls are losing attraction. You know, I was just fucking with you about the serial killer shit. But what's going on is you hasn't haven't perfected your game yet. You're making silly and silly little mistakes. Yeah. And so you just need a little bit more work on your game, which just comes with time and stuff like that. I'm not there to really see exactly what you're doing that cause the interest, but it's simply you the girls are losing interest some type of way. And I'm gonna tell you right now, without even just, I'm yeah. gonna just go off the experience with this. It's because I haven't been on my purpose. Either, either that, know. either that, or they getting boyfriend vibes from you. So, like, so what? What happens is, and I want you guys to listen up to this right here. What I'm about to say, right? What we have a tendency to do when we meet a girl that we find very attractive and we think is potential girlfriend material. We have a tension to lead with these, you know, these boyfriend vibes. Like I won't, I like normally you could dick them down and toss them to the side of the road. But every now and then, when you meet a girl that you have a high attraction for, especially with what you said that she had the personality to match the beauty, what ends up happening is we always start to like move into this boyfriend vibes. And what ends up happening is that scares a lot of women because they they want to move on their time frame. And when they thinking that you're moving towards a relationship and, and they not at that point yet, they'll kind of like back up a little bit. Like if you like if you you might not have said nothing like, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend, but they can feel it. They can feel it. And it has to be their decision. It, you might not say I ain't even say nothing about that AMS. They can feel it when they round you mm -hmm. that you're gravitating towards that boyfriend vibe. They can feel that. And it has to be them. A man' natural instinct, yeah, just a high value man instinct, is to naturally run from a relationship. So the girls that I date, when the conversation comes up, I quickly change that motherfucker. Right. When she's talking about relationship, I'm talking about, hey man, you seen what happened this weekend in Miami? Like I'm changed. Hey, I don't, hey, don't even say no all words around me. I don't even want to get into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't never watch no relationship shows with your girl. Yeah, no, yeah. All this married with medicine. I, I, we ain't married with shit. None of that bullshit. All that 
love in Huntsville, all these relationship, marriage, uh-uh, I don't even, because then you're going to get told the question, well, what do you think about that? I don't think shit, bitch. I don't think now. You need to watch sports. We need to watch something else. We need to watch CNN, all right? So that's yeah. how a high-value man with options acts. I run from those subjects. And see, you carry right. that energy. And a lot of guys carry this energy, and then they wonder what happened. And all that comes from, bro, is when you meet a girl that you find very attractive, you got to always think, like, this just one of a minute. This ain't nothing. You see what I'm saying? Facts. But you get into this mindset, like, this is the one. And she can feel that. I didn't, so that's, that's all you did, bro. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. But I'm also thinking, like, I didn't like press or anything for time or anything i would like go two weeks without talking to the bitch and like so i think it's somewhere in the middle like i think she's capping a little bit for the reason that she let me down lightly like you said but i think mm -hmm. it's somewhere in the middle of where she genuinely wanted to be with me but i was just out clubbing fucking other bitches all the time and it, like see, the girls that i was see. fucking were just not even worth losing her over now, see, this is what I'm talking about that when I say I can't really tell you because I could go on. I could throw out scenarios all day because I'm not really there. So I'm just throwing out scenarios. But listening to you say that, see, that's too much. So you don't want to yeah. send off boyfriend vibes, but you don't want to be disappearing for two weeks either. See, this is this is you guys got to find saying. a balance. Y'all guys got to find a balance. You can't disappear for two yeah. weeks and you can't see the bitch every day either. You got to find a balance. Either one is not good. Boyfriend vibes is not good. And disappearing yeah. for two weeks ain't good. It ain't that much purpose in the goddamn world. I'm, I'm being think, serious. When you do yeah, shit like yeah. that, and I think if I'm a woman, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking this guy is strategically playing little games to make himself look high value, which is a turnoff to me. Yeah. That's what when I Probably. if I text a woman yeah, at five p.m. Like I was, I was. If I text a woman at five p.m. and she texts me back the next morning, I I, I lose interest. Mainly due to the fact that I know it was purposely done for her to make herself like she's so busy. Bitch, you not that busy. And so when I see that type of game playing going on, Same. I lose interest. Me personally, if yes, some if I text you at cat. five or six yeah. p.m. and you text me back the next day, although we're not in a relationship and we and you're not obligated, I lose interest just because I figure that you about game playing and I don't have time for all that. I instantly lose. Yeah, I nice. just I lose attraction. I don't have time for that bullshit. You, if you want to text me back at 9 o'clock or, or 10 o'clock before you go to bed, that's fine. I understand you might be that's out fine, with friends. Yeah. But when you text me back the next day, you you too much into games. I don't got time for that bullshit. So if that's what you yeah. was doing, bro, you were playing all these you know, hard-to-get games, I would I would stop fucking with you too. But, you know, like I said, we could yeah, throw all these okay. scenarios out all day. All right? Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is like I can only just feed you like what was going on. You're you're not there, so I have to make the ultimate like call in the end. But like, I've I've definitely matured as a man through like going through your channel, finding your channel, swallowing the red pill. Fucking took me some fucking time, bro. Mm -hmm. And like, just like listening to like how you reacted to having your heart broken, mm -hmm. like everything. Like you definitely handle certain situations much much better than me. And I never mm -hmm. had like that masculine guidance in my life. So. Thank you and other YouTubers like Steph is cold, FedEx Fearless. And honestly, you brought them to the forefront by putting those dudes on. So I found them through your channel and mm -hmm. deadass, like those dudes, like they're just like your little bros who just like the message you're pushing. They're just like also from a younger per point of uh, point mm -hmm. of view, they're mm -hmm. hitting on those like nuances of that game. Mm -hmm. And so shout out the four horsemen, MJ get right as well. I don't want to forget him. Uh, right. Thank y'all. Uh, I want to thank y'all. I matured as a man through watching your guys' fucking channel because no adult male could fucking like be consistently in my life and be positive. And uh, 
So I, I just appreciate the game on that one. Uh, I think it was a bit of both. I was just being a little too much of a game player. But also when we would be together, I fucked up. I watched yeah. like yo on like initiating physical contact and stuff, and I'm like, God damn, fuck, fuck. Let me get up. somebody else, bro. All right, and, uh, man. I gotta get you yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, bro. Thank be you, good, bro. man. Thank you for the support, yeah, man. You too. All right. All right. All right. Let me say this here. Uh, hey guys, anybody I put on, just think of one question you want to ask me. Uh, you know, don't 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 come on with 16 questions. Uh, not trying to be a dick and then just. One one question, maybe two if it's a quick one, maybe two, but don't come, you know, because it's too much. Everybody trying to get on. All right. Not trying to be a dick or then. All right. <clears throat> and then anybody want to join the screen? Uh, the patron link is in the description. Uh, you got to be a patron. They the ones get the link to uh, call in. What's up, brother? Oh, shit. What's up, AMS? What's up, brother? All right. So my, my first question to you is a purpose question. So. Uh, Kevin just was saying about blue collar men being at like the bottom of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. See, out of high school, I started uh, my plumbing apprenticeship. See, as plumbers, there's a there's a pretty high uh, outcome if you get your license. So I'm 21 now, and because uh, of COVID, I wasn't able to like go to school yet and all that. But I'll be able to go there eventually. So I was just wondering, um, should I continue to be a plumber? I work with my dad every day and all that. So. Let yeah, me like let me say world. this. Let me say this, brother. Uh, as far as like being a blue collar worker, anything like that, the thing is not the profession. You could do good at the plumbing, but eventually, at some point, you're gonna have to be your own boss. You you not you won't become that uh, making what you want to make working for somebody else. So you only gonna make the the real money when other people are working for you, not even when you're working for yourself as, as in self-employed you. Yeah. So, um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Robert, Robert Kiyosaki, let me explain this to you right quick. Robert yeah, Kiyosaki, he had this, this quadrant, right? Uh, this is the yeah. author of rich dad, poor dad, where he was basically saying, you're going you know, on this side, you can be an employer or self-employed. Right. And then on this side, you can be a, a business owner or an investor. And what he's saying mm -hmm. is to create, to get wealth, you got to be on this side of the quadrant, right? Mm -hmm. You got to be an, a business owner and an investor. You won't, you won't become an employee or even a self-employed. Self-employed means uh, like me when I was a personal trainer and I go out and I train people, even though I'm yeah. my own boss, I'm selling time for money. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The way you're going to really get the money you really want is you got to get on this passive side over here, which is the business owner and the investor. Mm -hmm. So, And that was what, my plan. That was ahead. my plan. Because I wanted to get my license mm -hmm. by the time I'm 25 so I can own my own business or get my master plumber or whatever it takes mm -hmm. so I can own my own business. Mm -hmm. See, and basically, this is like my purpose question because like, it's kind of like a social thing. Like the way Because I never went to uh, university like all my other friends did and all that. So... Mm -hmm. Kind of like, I don't know how like that looks like in a social like setting. Like, oh, you're a plumber, or you get dirty and all that shit. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like you don't really care what people think. But anyway, yeah, that was my goal. Cause listening to all your videos and stuff, I've been listening to for like two years. You saying get a skill or a trade or whatever, mm -hmm. open your own business. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. boom, I'm gonna do that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was my plan. So I was just okay. wondering, like, that's okay. what I should go. No. Okay, so if you're gonna do that, I'm I'm all for it because. 
as long as you're going to become a business owner and you're going to have people working for you and you pay them a salary and you you able to make money off of them then yes that i have no problem with i just don't yeah, want that, you that's to my grind right now that like that's like i'm just on my fitness shit and i'm just been plumbing every mm -hmm. day and you know in and out right now i'm just gonna tell my boss i'm trying to like rack up the hours and not do overtime like what kevin was just saying you got to work like 60 hours a week now you know at least so at least that's the plan then okay and, uh, i got one more question go uh, ahead well i'll okay sorry <laughs> one more question then one more question about women because okay. it's kind of about what to do with uh, purpose uh what's the best tips on building a social circle I took your advice. I just mm -hmm. like as you can see around me, I, I'm mm -hmm. 21. I just moved on my parents' house. Mm -hmm. I got an apartment. It's like mm -hmm. right down the street from a beach. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just wondering, like, what's the best way to build a social circle? What you what you like to do? I like kayaking, I like fitness, uh, I like boxing. So that's how you're gonna build your social circle. Doing that's what you love to do. So, like when you in there boxing and stuff like that, you instantly got something in common with somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So to, friends are what? People that have common interests, right? Same thing like when you dating, right? When you dating a girl, it only works if y'all got some common interest. If y'all, if you like peanut butter and she like jelly and y'all don't like shit together, it don't yeah. work. Me and the girls that I date or whatever, we get along good because I like to eat, they like to eat, and so it works. I don't work, I don't work well with a girl who want to go fucking bike, mountain bike riding, all these other adventurous bush. I'm not into that bullshit, right? So mm. the point being is you got to have common interest. This is going to give y'all something in common to where y'all can share together, right? My, when I used to, was younger, I used to, all my friends, we all like to go to clubs. We had that in common. So if you like boxing, this is where I'm going to make my friends at. And understand that you don't need to know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. If you go in there and you, a couple of guys boxing or whatever, and you, you know, introduce yourself or whatever, you, two good guys and you got your social circle. You know what I'm okay. saying? You got your social circle and... They how this go is okay. Y'all guys met, and the, the guys who are my friends and their friends, you see what I'm saying? And and so we all come connect. So th this guy here might got four or five friends already, and this guy might got four or five friends, and then I already got three friends, and then you see yeah. what I'm saying? And so see, we all friends, come together as one. See, okay, this this ties into the last question. So all the high school, I was kind of like young and like into like the thug shit and like uh a lot of my family members are into that shit too like i'm not gonna expose too much but yeah you know i'm trying to move away from that so with girls my age like you're saying about the bad boy thing like girls love that shit so i'm trying to like like how do like i move away from that like i still want to hold like that masculine frame but like i don't want to portray like that thug demeanor and none of that so man uh being masculine frame has nothing to do with being thug you know what a thug is a thug is somebody who breaks the law that's that's what a thug is. You being masculine frame has nothing to do. J James Bond is, is is masculine frame. It, you don't a thug is just somebody who break a law. That's it. So you can still oh, be man. masculine and, and and mature without breaking the law. You can be a, a, a book nerd and be in your masculine frame. You get what I'm saying? So that's cool. all. That's that's the thing with that. You just don't break the law. Uh, thugs are not the only ones who have a masculine frame. I have a masculine frame. A lot of people have. Kevin just got off. He got a masculine frame. He don't break laws. So if you're thinking you got to be a thug uh, to hold a masculine frame, you're terribly mistaken. Okay. All right, man. Cool. All right, Thanks bro. Man. Take care. Be good, bro. Peace. Oh, yeah, guys. For all you guys that think you got to uh, break the law to be uh, a masculine frame and all this, that, and other. First of all, you meet these crazy-ass girls who want to... Um, 
meet thugs and shit. Let, don't worry about them crazy bitches. All right, man, ain't nobody trying to break no laws to be with no damn woman. What's up, bro? Yo, AMS, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Big fan, bro. You uh, you really helped me out, man. Like, I was down bad when uh, when I didn't know about your channel, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I found you out when I was a junior in college. I'm now a senior, about to graduate. Mm -hmm. And I was watching a video the other day, and you would say, like, you um, you used to, like, have girls, like, on you at first, right? And then, mm -hmm. like, you would, like, mess it up by being a dancing monkey and, like, mm -hmm. over-talkative. Mm -hmm. Like, that was me, like, to a T, but... Mm -hmm. like you really helped me like with that you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. uh, i just start using like i just honestly bro like you said like when you good looking bro just shut the fuck up like you know what i mean like, you gotta, you gotta do nothing. yeah but uh big ups to that but i had a purpose question mm -hmm. so um my major is like communications mm -hmm. so i'm trying to go into like the um like the sports broadcasting field you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but i know that kind of takes a while to get into so mm -hmm. you have to um like work your way up in that field Mm -hmm. So like in the um in the meantime, like I was thinking about starting a daycare business, mm -hmm. and I'm also my purpose. I do music too. So, uh, what do you think about that? You think I should invest in like real estate? I remember you kept saying like the four hundred one IRA, Roth IRA. Yeah, IRA. Yeah. So let me let me say this uh, for any of you guys that's watching this right now. And I heard Tyler Perry say this a few years ago when somebody asked him about how to be successful on something. He said, "Focus on one thing." And, and what I heard from you, you have you named out like four things you was trying to do. Yeah. You need to you need to put your priorities to one thing to be successful. You can't you're not gonna be successful with six things at one time. Okay. okay. So yeah. whatever it is, you need to because to be successful in that one thing is gonna take all your energy and it's gonna take 70 hours a week to be ses become successful in that. You get what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. you're not going to become successful trying to open a daycare and then get into broadcast communications. So which one are you going to do and go full fledged on that and learn everything you can about that? Don't be stressed. Don't be trying to be the jack of all trades. Be find one thing and go all in on that. Yeah. OK, I got you. Only reason for the daycare is because, like, my mom's a healthcare physician. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And she was like raised up in that type of environment. So we was like really just going to, like, collaborate ideas and all that sort of stuff. But like. Yeah, the communication, man, it just takes a while to get in that field. So, like, you know, I figured I work a job, like a regular nine to five, whatever, mm -hmm. on, on my purpose, like the gym and all that. But mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. I just like focus on one thing. So, I mean, focus on one thing. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna take all the energy just to <clears> do that. Because, like you said, you're going to end up having to work a job and then you're going to end up trying to work on this on the side. You see what I'm saying? You ain't going to have, you ain't going to have time for all that. So, just pick one, whichever one you got the most passion about, and go in and, and go all in on that. Okay. All right. I got one more question. It's about Go ahead. Thing, man. Um, so like how do you deal? I know you probably get a lot, like, how do you deal with like when girls like call you like fuck boy or this, that, and the third, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a player, like, like how do you deal? Like how you, you sort of like play it off or just like that's a little that's a little gaslighting. That's a little yeah. fucking manipulation right there when they call you a little fuck boy. They want to, you know, see how you handle it or whatever. Yeah. And and so it, it's 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 like a little needling. Like, you know, just like poking you a little bit, uh, yeah. just trying to see what, what your response to that going to be. Don't fall into women games and they little. So women got these little. They just like play these little mind games. What the fuck is that? What's a, what's the, what's a, what's a fuck boy? What's a fuck boy? Uh, mm -hmm. Bitch, you don't even know nobody I fuck. I'm just, I'm just, just that's just her fucking with you. So wait, I'm going to call you a fuck girl. That's just her fucking with you. You don't even yeah, tell me one person I fuck. Yeah. Tell me one person I fuck. 
So she calling you a fuckboy just playing these little stupid-ass, little childish-ass mind games. Y'all guys got to stop letting women play these little fuck stupid-ass mind games. Now, if you fucking everything around campus, then shit, say, well, call me whatever you want to. Just <laughs> but don't get into it dealing with women with these little mind games. That's just a little mind game little question right there she's asking you. She fucking with you. Don't right. feed into that bullshit. Don't feed into that energy where she's like kind of gaslighting you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. All right, that's pretty much it, man. Like I said, All right, bro. thanks big ups to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing what you're doing. All right, bro. Be good. Mm-hmm. Y'all guys got to understand that uh, women, they be <laughs> they be gaslighting the hell out you, man. Y'all guys got to learn that. They be gaslighting the hell out your ass. <clears throat> what's up, bro? AMS, what's happening, baby? What's up, man? Hey, I'm not so cold tonight. How you doing? Uh, you you look like your girl just told you to go home. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm just hopping in the car real quick. Uh, I just got out of martial arts, and I just want to give a little tip for all my guys out there. It helps with your confidence. Uh, but anyways, my question is, you know, I'm 20 years old, mm-hmm. and um, I'm starting to, you know, I want to get my own place so I can fuck these hoes to sleep straight mm-hmm. up. But, um, you know, as of right now, I'm living with my parents, um, trying to grind and get some jobs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's this chick who's, you know, I followed all the strategies, man. She's hitting up my line, texting me, calling me. I ain't answering for shit because mm-hmm. I'm busy. And, um, you know, I know she wants to get down, but I, I ain't got nowhere to do it other than this whip right here. And that's not mm-hmm. where I'm trying to hit it. So, mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best thing for me to maybe what I'm trying to say is either do I have to cut my losses or do I can I get my cake and eat it too? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to grind and get the pussy or just sacrifice. How how old are you, brother? 20. Okay, you don't got no job? Uh, No, not at the moment. See, you guys got to work this out. Y'all guys want y'all guys want to get laid, man. This is something you got to work out. This you I don't know your situation, a friend, a cousin, or something. Like I just find it hard to believe. I once man, don't laugh. I once fucked a bitch behind a church. I'm not bullshitting you. I yeah. once fucked a bitch behind a church. Dead ass serious. Like I don't know. You know, y'all guys can't call y'all self sleaze balls. If you're not willing to fuck a bitch behind the church, <laughs> I'm dead serious. If yeah. you if you if you are unwilling to fuck a bitch behind a church, do not call y'all. Son. Man, do y'all guys know when when I was in school, we used to fuck bitches in the park. Mm-hmm. The park. You would you need a Hilton hotel with a king size bed? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you guys, man? Who on here that's over fucking 15 done fucked a bitch in the fucking park? That bitch in the bathroom of McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Dead ass serious. Like, y'all guys got too many rules to get in the pussy. Man, dog, man, I done fucked bitches every goddamn well. Every goddamn well. So, y'all guys got to get on your game. Y'all guys, y'all got to have a room. You you got to have, you. You can't fuck this bitch on the air conditioned unit at the apartment. Outside. Outside. It ain't it ain't no park where you at where you can go fuck this bitch. You can't tell that bitch, hey, let's take a nice little brisk walk 10 o'clock at night in the fucking park. 
Yeah, she wants to go for a hike or something. You goddamn shit. right. Let's go for a matter of fact. Let's go right now. Yeah, I'll call that bitch and let's go hiking right now. Oh, you're the best, yo. Thanks for keeping it real, AMS. No problem, bro. Hey, man, let me tell y'all guys something. All my guys over here that's watching me right now, man. Let me tell y'all guys something. Do y'all guys don't think that when I was y'all age, we ain't have places? I ain't take bitches no hotel. Man, we fuck bitches in the park. I fucked a bitch behind a church one time. A church. And I am not ashamed. Because God blessed me with that pussy. He gave it to me. A gift from the Lord. And that was me paying homage to him for the ass. Thank you, Lord. And he was not mad. I'm still here. He has not struck me down. He was not mad. You know what the Lord hates? When you waste a good piece of ass. He don't like that. And it pisses him off. He put the ass here for you to enjoy. The good Lord put the ass here for you. Do not waste his gift. It is not. That is a sin. Me fucking a bitch behind the church was not a sin. Wasting good ass is a sin. Says Corinthians 10, 17 or whatever. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, AMS? What's I was up? like you at the church right now. What's that? You what look like you in church right now. No, I'm just dressed up fresh, dog. Okay. That's all. Okay. Um, I had to share something. I was going to ask a question, but I, I want to tell all these young fellas because I'm I'm pushing forty mm -hmm. uh, here in a couple years, and uh, guys, you got to get your priorities in, in line. If if you ain't if you're living with your mom, you can't even have money for a hotel room to smash. Uh, mm -hmm. You need to get your priorities in order. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, f f even if you get a junk ass apartment, you still have mm -hmm. somewhere to go. Right. And, you know, with all this rationalization and trying to figure out what to do to, to smash, you could be using that to better yourself. Right. And uh, the other thing I would like to share with some of these guys is uh, if you want to get a social media starting or mm -hmm. attention for social media, mm -hmm. get with a Mac and develop iMovie. Learn how to use iMovie, make your mm -hmm. own videos, and therefore you can record what you do in your life that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And then you and then you can show others. OK, right. so and, and so it's a developmental skill that you can learn. And if you're wasting your time playing video games mm -hmm. uh, or, or chasing too much poon when you need to be focusing on your, your priorities, mm -hmm. uh, it, everything's time. Everything mm -hmm. you do is time. If it's wasted mm -hmm. time, there's no return for that. Mm -hmm. And I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, brother, I, I appreciate that. Uh, a lot of these guys, I think if you if you if you listen to a lot of the questions or not, I got a lot of purpose questions. So I'm proud of that. Right. Um, I, I think so far I done got more purpose questions than ask questions. So I, I appreciate the guys who, who are wanting to become better. See, all this shit becomes better guy easier when you are a high value man and you can dictate and women respect you because they know you got options. All this shit naturally comes more easier and you don't have to call me and ask me why some bitch lost interest in you because you really don't give a shit because you're a high value man and you feel you're a high value man and you just feel like I'll replace her ass tomorrow. So I appreciate it. I think it's like the third time you done called and, 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 and you're trying to encourage the brother. So, and and, 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 and y'all know why he keep doing that. He's 40. And so when you're 40 and I'm 41, what ends up happening is 
he's probably had a little bout in his life where he had a hard time struggling with life and then he got on his purpose and now life becomes easier and he's trying to tell you guys as i've been trying to tell you guys for the past three years that life is so much more easier when you're on your purpose life is just so much more easier and the women just naturally come so i appreciate that brother yeah, be grateful. And uh, just remember, you know, a high value man is, be is being able to say no to pussy at times. Mm. So Good one, brother. All right, later. Be good, brother. He kind of lost me at poom. He, he kind of lost me at, he almost, he, when he said poom, I, I don't lie. I said, he, he a loyal patron supporter, but that's the word that gets you blocked over here. Poom? Don't nobody... I'm gonna tell you right now, but not by nobody call back up here talking about some goddamn poon. We don't call it no poon over here. We call it ass. No oh, goddamn poon. But shout out my brother, man. He's trying to give y'all inspiration and poon. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, Ms. What's going on? Pleasure What's up, to be here. So my thing is um, the uh, taking the next step. Uh, I actually started watching your videos uh, mm -hmm. two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I was broke as shit. Mm -hmm. didn't have a car mm -hmm. didn't have an apartment and uh, a few months after the pandemic is when I got all three mm -hmm. and um, my thing is like how do you overcome you know the fear of taking the next step because uh, next month I'm going to be in real estate mm -hmm. and that's a six figure uh, that's a six figure income right off the bat if you put mm -hmm. in all the hard work 60 mm -hmm. hours plus and um, I mean and another thing regarding uh, speaking to women or whatnot I've been watching your real uh, you know your relationship advice and whatnot mm -hmm. but i mean it's kind of like you know talking to women i don't get a fear of speaking to them but it's like i kind of get um kind of well, get answer that first question first let me answer that first yeah. question you like how you take the next step so it's all gonna come down to your uh, competency a uh, competency so if you're competent in something that's going that's the root of confidence so in other words how much homework have you done on something you, you get what i'm saying so if you are completely you know ignorant to something you're not going to be that confident in it and you're not going to want to take that next step but when you're when you put time in to become competent at something that's going that's the root of confidence you see what i'm saying so if you're yeah. not confident in something so whatever that was that you want to take the next step how competent are you in it you see what I'm saying? So, like, let's say me with um, when I started my security company, what I had did security for three years, almost four years before I started that. So I was very competent in it, and that gave me the confidence that I could do it. But let's just hypothetically say I never was a security guard, and I just felt like doing it because I knew I could make some money in it. Then I'm gonna be scared to take that next step because I'm not competent in it. Yeah. So make sure that you're competent in something before you take the next step. And then the fear would go because you're con you're confident in what you can do. So I'm, I'm asking the question. I'm not throwing a scenario. How competent in are, are in that are you? I say 80 percent because I just been um, I just passed my courses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I'm about to take the test mm -hmm. and then I get thrown right into the wolves next month when I start full time. OK, what well, that's going to that's going to. That's going to uh, determine uh, how far you go in that. And if, if you feel competent in it, you will go far. If you don't, then you won't. Okay. And that's just going to be you doing your homework, brother. That's See, when you're prepared, 
you see what I'm saying? This is when you're prepared and you do and you do your research and you're not just winging it. Like you see what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> always winging in the past. Yeah. No, I'm saying I always wing things in the past and I made it, but I don't want to be that type of no, man. No, no, no. You, 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 you got to be. See, when you feel like you know your shit, and when you feel like you done studied and you done done everything, this will give you the confidence to take that next step. When you just uh, not doing your research and your homework, you're not gonna want to take that next step. That's what creates that feeling. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You see okay. what I'm saying? When I, be, when I when I do when I did when I do something, man, I make sure I do a lot of research. I don't just wing shit or just oh I, I, do these impulse things. Well, I just get a little whim in my head and I decide oh I want to do this. No, I don't do nothing like that. Everything I do, I research it thoroughly before I do it. Everything. Planned out in action. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. Now, what's the next question? Oh, the next question is about um, approaching. Um, like I was saying before, I watched your channel. That, this is actually how I got to your channel. I was, mm -hmm. uh, I was, I didn't really know anything about relationships mm -hmm. or women or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. I had went to college when I was mm -hmm. eighteen, mm -hmm. and I met this uh, woman who I really liked. Um, I was talking to her. I thought she was around my age, but mm -hmm. she was 31. Mm -hmm. Super bad. She was, a, uh, I know we have our opinions on how women look and whatnot, mm -hmm. but in my eyes, she was a 10. Mm -hmm. uh, the perfect light skin. Mm -hmm. You know, she had, um, her hair was gold. She had, her eyes were um, green. And uh, I was just head over heels. Uh, I had, we had long distance because her car broke down and she lived like a hour away from me. And this is when I had nothing. So I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't go about it anyway. I was never afraid to talk to um to women that I perceived to be nines or tens. Mm -hmm. You know, before I had met her, I always did it and whatnot. But this one was just the one for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, fast forward a few months later, you know, we were, we we're talking on the phone, having long distance relationships through text and calling. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> she had broke it off for me. I had we always made jokes, but I had made a joke, and she said I was uh. She said, fuck, I can't remember it. But she was saying on the lines that I was unrealistic or something. Mm -hmm. So after that happened, I was confused. I mean, I never really knew, like, what the hell that even meant. Mm -hmm. So fast forward a few weeks later, I went to the D DMV, and I see mm -hmm. her. I see the back of her, and I was about to say, hey, how's it going? She turned around, and keep in mind, I'm 18. She 20, she's 31. And I look at her, and she got a huge stomach, pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like seven months, like ready to bust, mm. and um, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that shit!" I ran, mm. I ran, I speed walked to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like this is my first time being in a, you know, like in a in like a true relationship. Mm -hmm. So I know people in the chat probably laughing and shit, but I just couldn't think. Like that was like I I couldn't think or anything. I'm 18 at the time, right? And you know, every time you know, I mean, talk like talking to the the six talking. Talking to a six or a seven, you know, that wouldn't be nothing. Mm -hmm. But like talking to a nine or a ten, mm -hmm. that that would be like really hard for me because like I don't want to because in back of my mind it's like I don't want to have to um go through that again. Cause that was like that was kind of traumatic, traumatizing to me at you know, at being at a young age. I'm 21 right now, but right. Well like, your fear of who you are um afraid to talk to, that lets you know where you think your sexual market value is. That's that's how you can tell 
where your sexual so if you're afraid to talk to an eight what does that tell you well deep down you think you're a seven at least no higher than that if you if you're afraid to talk to a ten, nine or a ten that that means you don't deep down don't think you're a nine or a ten that's what that tells that's why you was able to talk to the six and the seven because that's where you place yourself at but when you okay. try to talk to the hotter chick that's why that's what it, because you didn't feel like you were there so what i would tell you is you need to do some more work to you let me put it to you like this let me let me put it to you like this what if um you were you had a six pack and you made a million dollars a year do you think you still would be afraid to talk to the nine or ten hell no exactly 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 and so the point with you is that's where you feel like you are the truth always comes out with who you're afraid to approach. That's where you know where you're at. If you thought you were a dime, you have no problem going up and approaching a woman you perceived as a dime. That's that's how you can always tell where you think you're at. Mostly with a man, most of the times, a lot of it, most of us men, we put our value in our finances. So even without the six pack, if you just made a million dollars a year and you were decent, like, you're, like right now you're decent, you're not ripped, but you're not morbidly obese either, you're decent. And if you just made a million dollars and you had a real nice ride and you had a super nice crib, I guarantee you, you would not think that, right? I would think that I would think that I'm good enough in the basement, but I understand most guys just don't have that have that mindset. And so the point being is, make yourself a dime so you lose your fear approaching the dime. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, perfect. So okay. that's what you need to do to get over that. You're not. I'm not gonna give you no pep talk. Because subconsciously, you still don't feel that way. You need to do what you need to do. Do the work till you feel like you're a dime so you're not afraid to approach dimes. Okay. And last thing, and I'll because I don't want to hold up the other guys. Okay. So like I was saying about, you know, taking the next step, mm -hmm. I do feel like I'm a step away. You know, I'm like this close into getting my mind and my body, you know, connected. Mm -hmm. So I'm um I'm 6'4", and I weigh, um, I weigh 300 pounds. Like, mm -hmm. do you have any... Advice on working out to you know to get to get physically in shape and whatnot. Yeah, you got you gotta eat you gotta eat a little less and burn a little more. <laughs> you know, I, I know I'm getting I'm getting that's why I get paid the big bucks, bro. You gotta burn yeah. a little more and eat a little less, man. Uh, that shit hard. Huh? I said that's hard because like I when I like eat less, mm -hmm. my my mind gets all messed up. It's like I gotta eat more or something like that. I try to keep it three meals a day. Well, the thing is, it's not about three meals a day and all this. It, it's, you need to be eating satiating foods, foods that are filling like oatmeal, spinach, you know, grilled chicken breasts and stuff like that, that keep you satiated. It's not about starving yourself. It's about transferring uh, satiation, foods that fill you up that don't have a lot of calories. Uh, you see what I'm saying? So a McDonald's yeah. meal might have 2,500 calories that one meal and it's just one meal and, it's, and you don't even be that full. Opposed to a guy who's eating egg whites and oatmeal and chicken breast and and and, and brown rice and uh, a salad for dinner, he ate twenty two hundred calories all day and he had three big old meals. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it really boils down to satiation. That's okay, what, that's, what you, that's what you need to focus on: foods that give you a lot, large volume of food, but not a large volume of calories. Bang. I, okay. I can yeah. I can get into that all day, brother. If, if, uh, that 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 right there, you gonna probably need one of these guys who do that specialized coaching, like my man Chris Jones over there, somebody like that. Get on a program or something like that, diet program and all that. Invest in yourself. If you don't if you don't have the knowledge into that, 
invest into yourself because I can sit here and talk to you about that for like two hours. You see what I'm saying? So invest in, invest in yourself. If you don't have the knowledge, one of these fitness guys who got these uh, online training programs, invest in yourself. That's a good investment. You see what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Invest. In, OK. Then taking the next step. All right. I appreciate it. Right, Thank you. All right. For all you guys on here that uh, don't have a lot of knowledge in something like that, like uh, fitness and stuff, because uh, I couldn't sit on here. I, the, the show, I lose the show trying to break down everything with diet and nutrition and working out and all that stuff. For all you guys that don't know that type of stuff, go to one of these fitness channels who do these online dating uh, courses and stuff like that uh, and, 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 and invest in yourself if you don't have that knowledge. What's up, bro? Oh, hey, hey, man. What's up, bro? Yeah. I've been a fan of you for quite a while. Mm -hmm. you for a few years. Uh, you've changed my life, you know. Thank since you, brother. In your videos, I've been on my purpose. Thank you, bro. Body in shape. Mm -hmm. So uh, currently, I'm in the UK at the moment. Mm -hmm. and we're in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've been struggling to get in shape. And one of the challenges is um, it's like I can't stay consistent. Mm -hmm. And... It's like I'm finding it hard to kind of like control myself. Like if I see like a nice treat on the table at home, mm -hmm. it's like a rush to it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to basically ask you, how do you have that self-discipline and that self-control? Well, well, first thing with discipline is you got to remove things that might break your discipline. You see what I'm saying? Uh, if you're an alcoholic, would you want to go in a bar? No, no. You see what I'm saying? So you got to make things easier for yourself off the back. So if you're a guy at home and you know you struggle with discipline, remove that crap out of your house. That helps. If you got a gambling addiction, do you want to go to a casino? You want to you want to you want to remove yourself from those temptations. You get what I'm saying? And so if if you're a girl and you have a shopping addiction, do you want to just go in the mall and fill? no, you're going to end up shopping. So if you having those things right now when you Get off this thing with me. Go in the kitchen and any, any little bullshit you got in there, it's got to go. Get it out the house. Mm -hmm. Secondly, but that won't stop everything because you still got commercials and you still got your head and stuff like that. So then you got to ask yourself, well, why do I want this? You see what I'm saying? So I made this video, right? I made this video. Uh, what was it? Uh, stop feeling sorry for yourself, right? Who on here remembers that stop feeling sorry for, your stop feeling sorry for yourself video? And if press one, if you remember that, stop feeling sorry for yourself video. And in that video, I was talking about when I was three over 300 pounds, I asked myself, do I love these cheeseburgers more than I love pussy? No. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. That, so that was my motivation. That might not be your motivation, but I was just like, man, shit, I want to fuck as many holes as I can. And being over 300 pounds ain't maximizing that ability. So yeah. what you got to ask yourself is, Whatever it is that you determine to do, what is your motivation? Whether it's girls, it don't matter. Let people try to say, oh, that's not a good reason. Man, shut the fuck up. Y'all don't even get me started on these motherfuckers on here who acting like they working out for their blood pressure. Give me a fucking break. You know, you got 14-year-old, 15-year-old kids on here acting like they working out for their health. Man, you want some fucking ass. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody wants some ass. You ain't working out for your blood pressure, man. Who the hell you think you fooling? Shit, like you 60 years old. I'm, I'm trying to work on my blood sugar. Get the fuck out of here. You trying to get some ass. So 
that's what you have to say. And I, and I know that's your motivation. I can look at that hat on your head and tell you want some ass. Anybody who wear a hat like that, you want some ass. I, I know it. I, I know you want some ass. So now we got to say to myself, do I love these brownies and this ice cream more than I like ass? And I think the answer is no. So if you're going to keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting, which is threes and fours. Am I right? You, you've been getting, yeah, you've been getting threes and fours, don't Man, listen, 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 listen. you don't wear that hat, you you did some threes and fours. That (laughs) hat got threes and fours written all over. You ain't fucking no bad bitches in that hat. I Man, I tell you, you would not get no bad bitches in that hat. So this is what we're going to do. Do I want to keep fucking threes and fours or do I want to fuck some hotter bitches? Boom. What I got to do? This bullshit has to go. And like I said before, don't nothing motivate a man to put the bullshit down like fucking threes and fours i'm telling you right now you keep fucking these ugly bitches eventually you're gonna get to a point to where man i want to fuck me a bad bitch too and i think that that's the point you at so if you want to keep fucking these average looking chicks you go right ahead but if you really want to fuck the hotter chicks you're gonna do what it takes Mm, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, just got one more question. It's going to be okay. a short one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I've got a flaw. Um, mm-hmm. One of my issues is that sometimes when people like friends or like family, when they come up to me with problems and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I don't take I don't tend to take them seriously because I don't want to take on that that energy. You know, what I mean that negative energy. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how do you deal with that? You know what I mean? How do you be kind of like supportive about being too caring? Because, you know, sometimes they say that if you show too much care, that, you know, it can be like weakness. You know what I mean? You're talking about uh, girls that are uh, attracted to you? Yeah, yeah. But just in general as well, like if people come up to you with problem with your friends and that or like family members and stuff like that as well. Oh, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with being too caring. Uh, caring, just don't let nobody take your kindness for weakness. That's all. It's just a balance. Don't let nobody take your kindness for weakness. You, you're supposed to be caring. You just got to have some boundaries so you don't get used and abused. That's all. It's okay to be a caring. You don't got to be a dickhead, bro. I'm not a dickhead. I'm a caring person. But I also ain't going to let nobody run over me, and I'm not going to let nobody take advantage of me. And I'm not going to let nobody make a sucker out of me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, what about girls that you're attracted to? Them? Girls that are attracted to you, sir. And you're not attracted to them? Both ways, yeah. Say, get your fat ass out my goddamn face. No, don't say that, bro. Don't get, don't say that because they're gonna, yeah. you're gonna go to jail. Don't say that. But man, listen, <clears throat> women typically they are not gonna approach you, they just gonna flirt and you know, you know, you know, try to they'll, they'll flirt with you, but they really ain't gonna come out with it. So you can just play along and be nice or whatever. You don't gotta be a dick or nothing like that. Women typically ain't gonna ask you out, right? So it's not like you really gotta reject them. You just don't, you don't. T- push up on their advances you just don't take take their advances far so you kind of act like the girl that you pushing up on and you you see how a girl when 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 you flirting with her and you pushing up on her but she don't want to date you you see how she's cordial but she don't she don't take it no further and she just act like she don't know what you want like she don't know you want to fuck the shit out of her that's the same way you have to handle it when women are throwing choosing signals at you and you don't want them just that like you don't really understand what they're trying to do, what you really know what they're trying to do. 
You see what I'm saying? And so, like the girl that it's probably a girl right now you've been pushing up on, and she and you and, and you don't think she really knows what you're trying to do. She knows, she just don't want your ass, right? But she's gonna be nice. She don't have to be a dick about it, right? She can just be nice and reject you nicely. And that's and all she's doing is she's not taking up on your advances. So when a girl is hitting on you and you're not interested, you're just not taking up on her advances. You just let them stay there. You see what I'm saying? Nicely. You ain't even got to reject her because she's not going to ask you out or anything like that. You just don't take it nowhere. Mm, yeah. And this just relates to what I was saying before. Mm -hmm. um, so if I'm like in a position where I'm not attracting the kind of girls that I want mm -hmm. and I'm like in my like self-improvement journey, would you recommend that I take break from girls altogether and just focus on self-improvement? Because, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, but also make sure you enjoy your hobbies on the weekend so you can have some balance in your life. You see what I'm saying? So you can yeah. so you can uh, decompress. Okay. That's very important. I found that out myself to have some time to decompress. And, and actually, I'm able to work harder on my purpose when I decompress. Mm. OK, I uh, appreciate right. you, bro. Thank you. No, very much. no problem, bro. <clears throat> That's a legendary. Got my man Justin up here, Mister Mister Threesome himself. What's up, brother? What's going on with you, hey, Miss? Hey, I got a, uh, I got two questions for you, real quick. But Go I'm ahead. Tell you a quick uh, story. Like, um, I had an ex ex come back to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like in mm -hmm. 2017, I had met a girl, bad mm -hmm. bad chick, but mm -hmm. I, I ended up losing her because you know, simp ways. You know what I mean? And all that good mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But she's been seeing me on social media, mm -hmm. ended up coming back and all that, and ended up smashing mm -hmm. last night. But it's just a little, um, you know, a little quick little story. But uh, mm -hmm. I had a question on um traveling. Like, um, mm -hmm. I know you had a video before you had said something about, you know, guys who try to get girls overseas, mm -hmm. they just compensating from not for not being able to get girls here. Right. But I think you know. If you a simp over here and try to mm -hmm. go over there, you're just gonna be a simp over there. But in mm -hmm. my situation, you know, I'm raising my value every day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just don't you just don't want to deal with the BS that comes over here with westernized women. So what what's your thoughts? Do you still think it's simpish to still do that anyway? All right, I'm gonna I'm be as honest as I can about this right here. Cause I get this a lot. Let me let me make sure this is still on straight right here, because the thing just cut off. Hold on. Uh <clears throat> so I'm gonna be honest with this about my thoughts on this. Uh, for all you guys that struggle with women here, you really got to check your masculinity. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And I say, I'm going to tell you why. Um, when you soft and you weak, these women will test you like that. I just, I got, right now, I just added this new chick to my rotation. She's 6'2", yeah. right? And I specifically uh, just told her she was trying to give some, so I, I have, so a lot of you guys don't know that when girls come on my house, I have rules. One of the rules is you get butt ass naked. That's a rule of mine. So then she's going to try to tell me, well, I, I got some rules too. And I specifically told her, see, and this, and this is the, this is the precipice. That's a big ass word. <laughs> a precipice. And I really don't know what the fuck it means, but it sounds like I should use it right there. But the precipice. This is the turning point right here. <laughs> I told her specifically, specifically, yeah. I do not like when women try to give me rules. Period. And she backed down. Yeah. And that's the, that was the turning point. 
She backed down and sat her ass back down on the couch. Mm-hmm. See, I let the I laid the law down right then. Yeah. You either gonna get your ass in line or you're gonna get your ass gone. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? At right. some point, she might try to, you know, challenge again. All mm-hmm. right. I told I told her, I said, you gotta get butt ass naked when you come here. I come out the bathroom, she fully dressed. And I said, You still got all them down. See, she you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and see, this is at that point where you gotta be a man and say, my way. Or the highway, you gonna get your ass butt ass naked, or that's it. You see what I'm saying? Right. So for all you guys that's complaining about the women here, I am telling you, it's not the women. Is you don't have a my way or highway attitude. Yeah. My way or the highway. There is no middle ground. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out my girl China White. She's here and she teaches uh submission and stuff like that. Yeah. And and this is what I'm talking about. But she's not going to submit to no bitch-ass nigga. Right. You got to be rock solid. And you right. got to mean that shit. Yeah. But you know why? You want to know why guys can't do that and fall through on it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for my boy said AMS promoting girls. She's a girl that preaches submission to a man, motherfucker. <laughs> that's why That's why, That's why. why I show her love. She's. She don't teach no feminism. She teaches any of y'all guys who follow her. She teaches women how to submit to men. That's what she teaches. Yeah. We need more women like her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, uh-huh. but the, point, the point I'm trying to make, bro, don't blame the women. Blame yourself. Look in the yeah. mirror. From now on, with any girl that you fuck with, your way or the highway. That, the, there's yeah. no middle ground. Yeah. And you, if, if you don't, this is the thing. You can't do that without being high value. Right. A woman is a woman is not going to submit to you without the high value mindset. I'm not talking about money or nothing like this. Just the the, the mindset that helps, but the mindset, my way or the highway. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, if you do that with every woman, this is the rules. And if you don't do it, you got to go and mean it. Yeah. Don't do that shit and then call me and say, AMS, I did what you said, and the bitch ain't called me in two weeks. See that ain't you. You ain't congruent with what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You mean what you say? That means she might go. That's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with American women. Something yeah. wrong with these pussy ass men over here that can't make these bitches get in line. Yeah. That's what the problem is. Ain't nothing wrong with these bitches. Yeah. And you know what? You 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 one hundred percent right because everything that you teach mm-hmm. and everything that I have internalized so far is even with just some some simple like what to do when she doesn't text back. I don't mm-hmm. even give a fuck about that no more. If she don't text me back, I don't give a fuck. I just go to a next girl right. or I get back on my purpose. So mm-hmm. my mindset has changed on that, right? So mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. with a girl who ain't following my program, I just tell her, hey, look, it's either this way or no way. She'll look mm-hmm. at me crazy for a second, but she'll get in line. And even if she don't, then bye. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how I look at it now. But I mm-hmm. have one more question for you real quick. Go ahead, bro. Uh, My nephew, my mm-hmm. nephew, uh, he about, I think, 19. Mm-hmm. And he around that age when, like at that pivotal moment mm-hmm. where he um out of school, don't know mm-hmm. if he want to go to college. But I don't want to be that older uncle that's like you better go to you better go. In. I don't want to be that guy because he right. listen to that anyway. So how would you like tell him to get on his purpose? And and also with that question, do what video of yours would would you tell me to show him to uh? To get him to follow you, because I think you would be a perfect person for him to follow, because he's nineteen. Right. Because I think if he, if I, if it come from me, he gonna mm-hmm. look at it like, oh, mm-hmm. this is my uncle trying to tell me to mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. and he gonna mm-hmm. rebel. 
Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get him on his purpose. You see what I'm what, saying? Well, this is the thing. How did I get you guys on your purpose? By telling you my faults and what I went through in my life. So yeah. you could tell him the things that held you back in your life and how rough your life was. I always use my life as an example. And it, it, it scares the shit out of a lot of guys. Like, oh, shit, I don't want to be 30 and living in a basement or 33 living in a basement. Right. Yeah. So when you use that as an example of, hey, look, this is what happened to me. Right. And you have to be the example. Yeah. You can't be talking about some get on your purpose and then you a garbage man. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Get on, motherfucker. You looked in the mirror. <laughs> you realize you dump trucks every day, don't you, motherfucker? Yeah. Well, so maybe you need to tell yourself to get on your purpose. But yeah. so, first of all, you have to be the example. I can't right. be sitting around here, goddamn, working at Starbucks, telling you guys to get on your purpose. Right. Like that don't even make sense. So the point is, you have to have your shit together. You have to be that example, and then people will listen. I don't want to take financial advice from a homeless man. Take it the hell out of my goddamn face. I don't want to take fitness advice from somebody 400 pounds. Right. So if you're going to, you want him to get on his purpose, you have to be on your purpose. Yeah. That's the only way. Don't show me no videos about no other motherfucker to my give on your purpose. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> even listening to him. So you have to be the example, yeah. bro. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You have right. to be the example, and then he'll follow. And it's specifically, specifically, if he see the results of it, like, mm -hmm. if you see, damn, my uncle, every time I see my uncle, he with a bad bitch. Man, I'm getting yeah. on my goddamn purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, uncle, oh, man, uncle tell me I'm getting on my purpose. He got to run his ass to Brazil to get some goddamn pussy. Well, I'm going to listen to him for? So let me get this straight, <laughs> uncle. You on your purpose, but you got to go to Brazil to get some pussy? What the hell I'm going to listen to you, man? You can't even get no American pussy. You see what I'm saying? You got to be the example. And yeah. you can't tell somebody to get on their purpose, and you got to go run your ass to Columbia to get some pussy. Right, you see what I'm saying? Right. So that's the thing with that. If 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 uncle making money, uncle driving a nice car, uncle got bad bitches, you goddamn right. I'm getting on my goddamn purpose. I'm on my purpose right now. Yeah. But if uncle dump, if, if uncle work for the city, he dump trash, and he dating threes and foes. Uh, I don't know. I ain't too motivated to get on my purpose, on. Right. So just yeah. be the example. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Uh, yeah. Just uh, man, I appreciate what you do, man. All right. On purpose. I'm 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 on my way to get to that high value status like you, man. So uh keep keep it up, Doc. Thank you, bro. All right. For all y'all guys out there that want people to follow you and listen to you, man, you got to be the example. I don't want to hear shit you gotta say. Could y'all imagine? Could y'all take advice from me? Come on, some uh, you know, get on your purpose, and I'm I'm still in the basement. I'm like, nigga, you get on your purpose. Shit. What the hell are you talking about, man? What's up, bro? Oh, my God, man. It's AMS in this bitch, man. I've been watching you, man, since 2018 when my fucking Mr. Lacario was going back in with that beef and shit. But I'm going to get straight to the point. So, uh, <laughs> my question is, man, I'm 19, and I'm mm -hmm. honest with you, man. I'm still a virgin, man. I'm still mm -hmm. a virgin. But uh, I had this. Uh, I came close. And plus, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You've been following me since 2018? Yeah. And you still I a virgin? Listen, man, listen. My whoa, 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 whoa. You hurting the brand, man. Wait no, a minute. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You been following me since 2018? Listen, listen, man. You listen. still ain't got my no parents. My parents are pastors. My parents are Christian. Okay. All right. So okay. I respect my parents, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you this one experience I have with this girl. Okay. This girl, I go, I go roller skating every weekend, bro. And I get mm -hmm. attention from girls, but I I can never close the deal. I think and 
what I do for work, I'm a plumber's apprentice. So I work Monday to Friday, wake up at 5 a.m. And I, you know, I get a check on Friday and I party with the bros on the weekend. So I get a check from girls. But I think this one girl I met, this was back in January. And uh, I forgot about her. But I just want to get a, I just want to get an invoice from you. Tell me like what, what happened. But, you know, anyway, when I met her, I was skating and we made eye contact. And then I went up to her and it was just on from there, bro. We kissed that same night. She was mm-hmm. putting her ass on me, you know, in front of my you know, everything. I was mm-hmm. like, everything was going good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went home. She sent me, you know, titty pics and her mm-hmm. twerking and lunge away mm-hmm. and everything. But uh, uh, two weeks after, uh, I called her. There was, my, I wasn't going to talk to her. I was working. I just got home from work. And mm-hmm. she she had it on Snapchat, and I got her phone number. Mm-hmm. And uh, she responded on my story. You know, I posted my story all the time. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to talk to her. But after, you know, I wasn't thinking with my right head. I was thinking mm-hmm. with the other head. Right. And I called her. And I said, that I, I said, hey, uh, how about I book a hotel? You know, I got money saved up and everything. I said, mm-hmm. I book a hotel, then we can come meet up, mm-hmm. you know? And then I asked her. You, ain't, you didn't give a damn about your, your, your parents then, did it? You like, fuck them up. <laughs> nah. Yeah, you all, you, yeah, see, uh, the truth, the truth has set you free, bro. The truth, <laughs> what happened to the parents? What, what happened to the pastor? No, 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 uh, no. Go ahead, go ahead, I go ahead. I talked to my father. He, he understand. I just turned nineteen like two days ago, but I was went back when I was eighteen. So my dad. Okay, was, so when you turn nineteen, that means you could do what you want to do. Got it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I, it was a little white girl too, but I said, I said, I think I messed up when I asked her. I said, Have you ever had shower sex before? And mm-hmm. she said, Yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you sure came out your shell mighty quick. Yeah, I mean, you went from a virgin to a goddamn shower sex and all this. Like <laughs> you, you, I'm starting to doubt this. I think you think your daddy might be watching this screen, but I'm starting to doubt your virgin story, bro. Oh, it, how you going from a virgin to a shower sex? No, nah, that's. Okay, I just asked her how, how she experienced going. it, and she was like, "Yes." But anyway, before I knew it, uh, she uh, and then then she said, uh, "I said, how about you come out?" Then she was like, "Oh, I'm sick." Then mm-hmm. I think this is when I messed up. I said, girl, that sounds like some bullshit. Because, you know, I've been watching your content. And, mm-hmm. you know, girls, they bring up excuses. But I just saw how much interest she showed me mm-hmm. on the first day I met her. Mm-hmm. Everything went so perfect. But, you know, I just want to get your input of what happened. Man. I've, been, I've been watching you so long. man. I'm a huge supporter, man. Patient right. and everything. Well, you ain't, had a, you ain't had that do-rag on, did you? No, I didn't. No. Okay. okay. So that ain't it. All right. One thing y'all guys got to understand, right? And this is a little gaslighting. So... One thing that goes on with women, I know this evil and stuff. And, and, and she, was, she was sixteen too. She 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 didn't have a car. She was with her mom. So it's this little thing called love bombing. You ever heard of love bombing? No. What is that? Love bombing is when somebody comes on really strong, show crazy high interest, and get your hopes all up, and that you really think you uh, found the one, and then they pull back, and they and they do it just for evilness, just. I, I kid you not. No other reason than to be evil. Now, I don't know the girl. I'm not saying 100% sure that's what it was. Maybe you did something. But love bombing is when uh, you meet a beautiful woman and she purposely portrays herself as having high interest in the hopes of luring you in and then disappearing yeah. and fuck you up mentally. Yeah, I know. In the hope, and I'm going to tell you something. The, the beautiful women, they are very known for it. And it's a very serious thing. These are narcissist-ass people that they know they're very attractive, and they will lure you in. They lure you in. Blow, they would act super, super high interest, and then pull back. And then when you go to pursuing them, they laughing. So yeah, I'm not. And, and if she's but, a very beautiful woman, then, like, she I probably don't... does it a lot. 
she probably does a lot because she can do it because guys guys be if, if she's a real attractive woman guys are like holy shit man this damn badass bitch all on my dick man shit man you think you don't hit the lottery next thing you know white noise and you right. like oh shit what happened you start thinking what the fuck did i do did i do any goddamn thing yeah, but I think I think you missed what I said. But when I when she said she was sick, I think I I got like I lost my frame. I said that sounds like some bullshit when she said she was sick, and then, you know, I think that's when it went left from there. Do you think that's when I fucked up? But I told her I called her out. Bro, let me tell you something. It sounds like, it sounds like she the for all you guys that said <laughs> for y'all guys that don't know the law, sixteen is is pretty much the legal age everywhere. For for y'all guys who don't know that, um, that's 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 pretty much the legal age anywhere. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know no place that, as far as I know of, sixteen is not legal. I mean, it's it's legal everywhere that I've known. Yeah. So I'm if, you, if you're somebody who knows, yeah, sixteen is legal. I don't know you you could be you could be thirty five and date a sixteen year old in 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 Georgia at least. I know that, I, and I think sixteen is pretty much the legal age. If, if y'all guys can Google it, but I think 16 is pretty much the legal age, pretty much everywhere. It might be 17 somewhere, but y'all guys act like he's 30. How old you is, bro? I'm 19. I just turned 19, March 20th, my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, six, 16. Uh, 16 is no, bro. No, bro. I, I'm telling you, I know for a fact in Alabama, somebody said 17. Now in Georgia and Alabama, I know specifically it's 16. I don't where you at, bro. I'm gonna Google it. I'm, right in, now. I'm in Dallas, Texas. You in Texas? So let me see what the legal consent age. I think she said she was I, last summer. I think she it was between sixteen and seventeen. I forgot. Man. Don't try to change it now. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't, yeah. don't try to change it now. Yeah. We're gonna turn you in. We're gonna turn nah, you in right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah that's where it passed gone. She, yeah, she blocked me on. Oh, Snapchat. don't, oh, don't try to change it. Don't try to change uh -huh. it. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, she kissed me that first night too. We met when we were almost making out too. I'm I'm googling it right now. Let me see. Oh. <laughs> it's 17 in Texas. Uh oh. Uh, you ain't touch her, did you? She was touching me. She was she was you didn't have sex with her, did you? No, 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 no. Okay, no. all right. I the legal age consent in, in Texas yeah. is 17. I know in Georgia is 16 and Alabama is 16. And man, for now on, when you're dealing with for anybody on here, anybody on here, you need to look at these legal consent ages because this is fucked up. If you if she would have been 16, bro, you would have probably got yourself fucked up. So good thing that was God blessing you in a good way because that thing says 17. You could have fucked yourself up if y'all would have had sex. So that's a blessing in disguise, bro. But going forward, man, you need to check that. Right. Seriously, you need you need to check that for now. Make sure you always check those girls that's like that. Even if they 18, they might be lying. You might want to see some ID, driver license or something. I'm dead serious. <laughs> And one last question before I head out, man. I know you got to clean up people, man. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched for so long, but yeah. Uh, so, like I said, you know, my parents, man, they, they really strict. But uh, mm -hmm. dude, I'm trying to, like, my goal is to, like, to save up AK and just get my own place. Because, like, I was with my homies, like, yesterday, too. And my dad, you know, he got my – I got an iPhone. So, I just got a new phone. He got the tracking device on the phone mm -hmm. and everything. But, you know, my dad, I don't look at it as, like, annoying. I just look at it as my parents love me. Mm -hmm. And my sister, but you know, I'm ready to have fun. I've been sheltered like basically my whole life. You know, my mm -hmm. parents kept me. I've been raised up uh, homeschooled and everything. But mm -hmm. do you think AK is, is enough money to move out and to get your own place? I don't care how much. AK. Yeah, that's more than enough, bro. I would get a Dallas, Texas. 
Yes, that man, Dallas. You act like Dallas is California, or New York. Dallas cheap as fuck, man. Okay, yeah, it's just yeah, like Dallas cheap as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cheaper places than Dallas and Texas, but I mean, Dallas is not California or New York. You can okay. get you a nice studio there for uh, what seven hundred dollars a month. Okay, yeah. yeah, you should be able to find some seven eight hundred dollars small studio. Uh, I'm not saying you're gonna be you know next to doctors and lawyers. You might end up next to uh Lil Willie. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm Pookie and Ray Ray. That's but what you I'm know, scared of. this scared me living in the battle of army. But man, I don't care. I, I I don't care either, man. I would get yeah. the fuck up out of there. But yeah, 8K is more than enough, bro. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, that's my goal for this year, man. I'm I'm ready. Right. I've been watching, I and mean, you recommended Felix Phyllis to me too, man. I've been watching. I've been on it. I appreciate you, AMS man. Been watching you since 2018. You fucking hilarious, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. All right, next time. For for all you guys that's wondering how he got 8K at that age, that's what happened when you don't get no pussy. Shit, if, if if I was 19 and I ain't had no pussy, shit, I have fucking 90k. Shit, all them goddamn bullshit ass dates you have with those damn chicken heads that ain't giving up no ass. That's why you got 8k. Shit, pussy, pussy costs money, dates cost money. Shit, that's why you got 8k. Leave them bitches alone, you have some money. What's up, bro? Hey, I don't know why. Hold on, real quick, little John. He called me. Hey, what's going on, AMS? Hey, what's up, bro? I appreciate you choosing me, brother. Hey, uh, I want to make this real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. Very motivational, by the way, King. Um, I'm a. I've just started up a family business with my siblings and everything mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and um, you know we have like our own record label. We have our clothing line now. Mm -hmm. And uh, we shoot our own videos. I edit and all that stuff like that for us and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, the question I have, I know what you told the young king earlier, you said mm -hmm. focus on one thing. Now, we mm -hmm. have multiple LLCs, but it's pretty much all related in the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, the question I want to know is, when it comes to marketing, mm -hmm. how do I get, like, present all of this to people, you know, all at once, instead of, like, maybe they're going to catch one song. Or maybe they're gonna see this video, or maybe they're gonna mm -hmm. like this. This because my sisters do YouTube as well. Like maybe this will go viral, or something like that. Right. You know? Or so, maybe they're gonna be filling our uh, clothing and stuff like that. Like I just want to present this to people all at once. How do you like? What is your well, suggestion on it? You have to be promoting your stuff in whatever your content. So let's say for instance, I don't, I don't really care about the shirts and then like that. I don't do that. But let's hypothetically say I want to really push my clothing. Well, it might help if I'm wearing them in the fucking videos or some shit yeah. like that, right? Like yeah, exactly. that, it might that might help. So, whatever your content is or whatever you're doing right now, what you doing now to promote it or advertise it? What you doing now? Uh, well, honestly, we're just putting it on. Or we make our own um, YouTube. I mean, not YouTube. We made our Instagram page, our Facebook mm -hmm. page. Mm -hmm. uh, Honestly, I'm and you got music. You say you got yes, music. Sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, so that's so that's gonna be that would be my intro, something like that, like a snippet of my own music. In other words, I'm since I'm I'm marketing my own shit. I'm doing product placement in the content. You get what I'm saying? So, if you watch my videos, what's the intro? My intro is what my books. Yeah, Roger. So you got to work on your product placement. Like if 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 you was doing a video right now, you say you got merch. I'm wearing the merch in the video. 
Yeah. If yeah, you don't, I make sure, I make sure that I'm not to interrupt you, King. Mm-hmm. But you know, I make sure when we shoot the videos, we got mm-hmm. our ever since we started clothing because clothing mm-hmm. is something brand new. We've started this probably like four to five months ago, King. Okay. And ever since then, every video that we shoot, I make sure mm-hmm. that it's in there. You know, I make mm-hmm. sure like I'm not wearing it right now because I wasn't even expecting to do this with you to be quite right. honest with you. Right. But I make sure our product is there. I make sure we present it to the people at all times, regardless if it's a music video or if it's going to be a, a, a YouTube video for my sister's page. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, King, I'm the CEO. I oversee it all. So I'm behind the camera. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking when it comes to the whole marketing, instead of me being in front of the camera, what do you do behind the camera so mm-hmm. people can get to it like as quickly as possible? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel well, like you got a website. Well, I know we're cooking with. Yeah, you yes, got a website. Sir. Roger, that is, uh, I'm, it's aminkru.com, A-M-I-N-K-R-U.com. That's A-M- our clothing line. A-M-I-N-K-R-U.com, aminkru.com. That's our clothing line. Shit, I can't, I can't even, eight, shit, I can't fucking get all the words, but anyway, yeah. uh, I can't, I would like to see it, but yeah, how is we, the we product? Made it after our brother, though, brother. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, our brother, he passed away roughly mm-hmm. about 11, nearly 11 years ago. So everything we got revolves around his name. You know, we oh, right. understand. Yeah, we come from a family, like we were all separated. Our mom and pop, we they went to prison. We went so to I, I kind of get what's going on like right this. now. We all came so I get what's going on right now. So what you need to focus on more is brand building. Mm-hmm. Like in other words, why would I wear your merch? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wear it because your, your, your brother. You know, I, I'm just being I'm speaking from a consumer's mindset, right? So mm-hmm. you got to make your brand cool. If that makes sense, you got to make mm-hmm. your brand worth something worth wearing. If that makes sense, if if you don't make like 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 if somebody who wear designer, the designer the designer clothes, they have made their clothes quote-unquote, cool to wear. That's the brand. They've made it cool to wear. If you wear Gucci or, or Fendi, they've made it cool. You haven't... You got to do more brand building. You see what mm. I'm saying? Even if it's a good, a good product, if you haven't made it cool to wear, I'm not going to wear it. You see what I'm saying? It's not all about how good the product is. Why should I wear it? it, it yeah. What's the brand? If you look at Omni and the Hellcat, Omni and the Hellcat, but his Reloaded brand. And if you buy that Reloaded, you are buying Omni. That's the only reason you would buy it is because you buying into him. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's not that you really care about. It's you buying into the Omni brand. So how well have you built your brand? Because I'm not going to wear your stuff or do anything like that if you haven't built the brand. I feel you. I get it. I get that 100%. So you have so you need to to make it cool to wear. Like my man uh Chris Jones, he has made pump chasers cool to wear. And so if I wear it, it's because I'm buying into Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm buying into the brand. So you need don't the merch is not the problem. You need to do more brand building because I'm not gonna buy the brand if you don't make it cool to wear. If that makes yeah, sense, I, I, Roger that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I, so, I personally do that myself. You know, like I wear our shit every day, but mm-hmm. except for today, you know, mm-hmm. I've 
anyway, long story, who gives a fuck? But anyway, you know, I wear that shit every day. I make mm-hmm. sure that I post it. We post it every single day on Instagram. We post it. Like me, I'm not that savvy when it comes to social mm-hmm. media, to be quite honest mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I do as much as I possibly can on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Snapchat as possible, you know. And uh, we well, do make sales, but I really want everybody just to catch on to everything, you know. I don't what? want it to be just the clothing. I don't want it to be just the music. And I don't mm-hmm. want it to be just the YouTube. I want it to be recognized like, you know, I'm not saying that we got to be fucking like the Wayans or something, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like, you know, like, like we're cooking with Crisco over here and look at, mm-hmm. look, look the fuck you, you guys been sleeping on type of shit. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. You know? Well, so this is, this is the, this is the path you can take right here. Um, if you not good at the content, you can do like what Kristen Guzman does and, you know, even Chris Jones, they give other people, content creators, discount code links, right? And then, so you don't have to necessarily be the builder of the brand if you're not somebody who really wants to do content and all the other type of stuff. You're just not good at it. You can find mm-hmm. other people who might be interested in promoting your brand and you get them a discount code or whatever like that. And they can make, that could be another stream of uh, income for them. And that's something. So you want to find somebody who got a brand that matches the image that you want. You know what I'm saying? Like the people who make Nike, they don't get do shit. They don't play basketball. They find basketball players <laughs> yeah, that can true, play yeah, basketball. True, true, and yeah. then they give them, you know. And so if you somebody who say, you know, I'm not really that good at content or I don't want to do content, find content creators that's on YouTube that you might think be interested and match your brand. That's, you know, got the image that you want your brand to uphold. Right. And see if they would be interested and you get them a discount code and they wear the shit. That's how Gymshark became a billion dollar industry, a company. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So uh, try that. Try that. If you just not somebody that's going to be interested in creating good content and stuff and being a the brand, then maybe you can create the brand through other people. Roger. All right. All right. Roger. That. I do appreciate that. King. I see where you're going. That's all you have to do. That's all you have all to right. do. All right. Be good, brother. Appreciate that. You too. Peace, peace. peace. All right. All right. Let me. I'm gonna take one more, and that'll be it, guys. Take one more. Got my man right here. What's up, brother? You you ain't got no volume, bro. Hey, what's good, AMS? What's up, bro? Hey, uh, actually, going back to what the dude. Or to what you told the dude a second ago about checking IDs. I actually had to do that once. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago. I didn't right. care that she told me she was divorced. You can't, you just can't buy peace of mind, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> right. so my relationship history has basically just been a string of of, uh, of friends with benefits. No mm-hmm. rotations except for maybe mm-hmm. a couple girls at a time for a little while. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with just uh, seeing one girl at a time. I'd rather dedicate more of my work or more of my time and my money mm-hmm. and my, my effort into mm-hmm. my work. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't want to be doing pickup. I don't want to be messing with dating apps mm-hmm. or maintaining a rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's why I choose to do that. But even though I'll never tell a girl that I'm not dating anybody else, I still know that they can probably sense it and it's probably still going to turn them off. So is that just something that I'm going to have to put up with as somebody who chooses to date one girl at a time? Uh, well, the thing is with a lot of women is that pre-selection is a very important thing. Um, and so I don't know how much they'll really believe 
that is you uh, or the girls not finding you interesting. Uh, the, the, the thing what I find with this is more so than how are you acting? Like if you're not yeah. acting scarcity, you're not acting like you're in scarcity, then you should be fine because you got to understand that <clears throat> scarcity don't just come from lack of women. It also just come from a lack of a life, lack of hobbies, lack of a purpose. And so if you still are able to maintain that abundance with her and she can feel that, that you're not pressed for a relationship or you're not trying for a relationship, because you could be a guy that, you know, dating four other women and still be acting like you're pressed for a relationship. Oh, yeah. Or you yeah. Dating one woman and not not be pressed for a relationship. So that's just all in the energy that you're giving yeah. off. So I'm able to. Yeah, I'm able to do that just by by focusing on my work so much. Right. I'm going to tell you like this. It won't mean nothing to the girl as far as attraction unless she's looking for a boyfriend. You're not impressing her or thinking that that's going to raise her attraction by she don't she she don't care about your morals or nothing like that. It, 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 so if you're thinking me telling her that I date one girl at a time or just that no, she 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 won't care. If anything, it'll make her more difficult because she know you don't have any other options. You see what I'm saying? And so you, when women think uh, that you have other options. They naturally act and treat you better because they know. You. Let me. So if you had a job, right, and they know that other people are wanting you, and you have a lot of other options, they naturally gonna treat you better, yeah. right? Opposed to somebody who knows that this is it, and the economy sucks, and and if I fire you, you have nowhere else to go. Well, I'm gonna treat you like shit, probably because I don't. I know you don't have a lot of options. So one of the worst things about you know telling a woman that, even though I understand your reasons. The one of the worst things of telling her that is she just naturally have a tendency not to treat you as good as she would if she thought that you had three or four other girls that you were dating. I guarantee you, you would see a difference in how these women treat you if they thought you were dating other women. Yeah. So that's my only that's my only, you know, caveat to that or telling women that is that you probably ain't even if they're not competing with other women, you you have mentioned uh, about that they still feel a need to compete with your purpose as well. Yes, that's true too. That, 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 that's also true too, that even if you're not dating other women, even if you're not dating other women, if they can sense that, let's just take, let's just take, even take purpose out. Let's just say they just think you're happy in life with friends and your hobbies, whatever the case may be, you're content. Let's just hypothetically say you have no purpose you just a guy who are a fucking omega and you just you have your friends and you live your life and you're not you're not pressed for anything. They would still they could still respect you off of that if you're giving off the right energy. If you're giving off the right energy, it's all going to be in that energy. And if they could sense that, if they could tell that you're a man that's content with being alone, then they respect that. All right. Hey, thank you very much, man. No problem, bro. What's up, brother? Last one. Last one. Turn your volume on, bro. No volume. Something wrong with your volume, bro. All right. All right, guys. So I'll see y'all guys next week with another special guest. I'm about to get up out of here. Thank y'all for all the super chats. Appreciate you guys. I'll see y'all guys next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Peace.